Welcome, everybody, to episode 52 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, continuing our Gaming 101 episode uh, with Game Genres Part 2. Uh, but before we get into that, teasers. We're going to be teasing NCAA Football 13, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, Endless Space, and Rainbow Moon. All new releases, so uh, stay tuned to the end of the episode for those. Nibble Bits. Corey, why don't you get to start with Nibble Bits? Uh, alright. Well, I'm kind of, uh, working on some makeshift equipment here. Yeah. So, forgive my, my slowness. Oh, forget about it. Um, I can't remember, you guys didn't talk about any of my nibble bits last week, did you? Uh, I took the Oya one. Oh, yeah. As my news okay. article. Uh, cool. Alright, um, well, apparently EA expressed an interest in publishing a Kingdoms of Amalur sequel. Uh, is that something you guys would be interested in, a sequel to that game? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah? All right. Well, that's good then. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield 4 was semi-confirmed and then confirmed. I guess originally it was a uh, post, an advertisement for uh, the new Medal of Honor game. So that if you pre-order it, you get access to the Battlefield 4 beta. So they kind of accidentally outed the game. Um, but I think this week they actually confirmed it for real. They did. Yeah. Uh, Bad Dudes 2 could happen if people are willing to help fund it through Kickstarter. Um, I haven't checked what it's at right now, but I think they needed like eight grand, and they were at eighteen hundred uh, a few days ago. Some they they tweeted us not that long ago. Who did the developer or supposed developer? Really? Yes. Let me check that. Yeah, look on our our our. Would just mention athletes swear, yeah. What the H did they want? Money? Uh, no, no, not at all. I, not Marco. No, yeah, Marco Teixeira. No, Mark Teixeira tweeted us. <laughs> this is Marco Teixeira. No, not that one. Uh, was it a DM? No, it was a mention. I think it was, should be on the top of the list. The last one's from Holy Goalie. Really? Yeah. Corey, to to piggyback onto your uh, Battlefield thing real quick. They did say also that that's not going to be the only way that you can get into the beta, but that'll guarantee it. Groovy. Just to pre-order that. It's pin- Pinstripe Games. They said, thanks, gameplay coming this week, because we tweeted the their Kickstarter thing. Oh, good for us. Oh, yeah. Bitchin'. So I remember I'll, bad dudes re- uh, from the old the olden days. I'll retweet that then. Oh, okay. It didn't load. That's why I didn't oh, okay. see it. Okay. Uh, continue. Uh, the Game Genie made its quiet and triumphant return uh, in the form of the PS3. There's a, a PS3 version of Game Genie in which you import your save files um, into the Game Genie or transport them onto your PC somehow, and that's where you hack them on your PC. So you're just hacking your save file to do whatever you want. Cool. Well, not whatever you want, but whatever cheats are available. Um, but, I don't know, cheats are kind of kind of gone the way of the dodo in my opinion yeah does anybody really use cheat codes anymore i don't negative games are too easy that's you know what you're exactly right yeah you're right you don't really need to cheat yeah okay that's all i got all right will why don't you you tell us what you got my first one is cd project red sold over four million copies of the witcher and the witcher 2 um my next one is 
there was a leak of a Halo 4 custom Xbox. The limited edition Xbox comes with uh, 320 gigabytes of space, two custom skinned controllers, and a headset and codes for Halo 4 DLC. And I don't know, was it confirmed eventually? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it looks pretty freaking sweet. Dude, it gonna... looks fucking awesome. It made me want to get a new one because it it's looks got ridiculous. The, it's got the blue lights instead of the green. Oh, it looks so sweet. Yeah. If I had the money, I would totally get one. Yeah. See, I'm, like, I'm pretty much out of space, and I'm at a problem where I can't really delete anything. Yeah. So... Oh, maybe it's time for a new console. Have a hard drive, I think, if you want it. How much? For free. Not like how much space. Oh, I don't know. Because I have a more than you have in the one that you don't have. Okay. Bigger than the one you got. Alrighty. (laughs) Um, and my last one is David Goldfrab, who is a lead designer of Battlefield Bad Company Two and Battlefield Three, has left Dice. He said it was time to move on, but he also says that the fans have nothing to worry about for anything in Battlefield. Because the future looks bright for it. I believe that. Yeah. Good. So I've been uh, thinking about getting back into that game, actually. Me too. We should. Let's play. We, we, I think we tell each other this every two weeks. Let's set a day <laughs> right now. We'll do that later. All right. All right. Uh, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, Dan, you had mentioned um, that Windows 8 had a ten- or a, was going to be released in October. They yeah. did release the date. It's going to be October 26th. Um, so that's coming out, and Elder Scrolls Online, apparently, they're talking about possibly putting it on consoles, oh. next-gen consoles. That would make me definitely play it, then. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not going to play it any other way. Right, so. exactly. I'd be disinterested otherwise, yeah. but I would definitely play it on, on console. So, cool. that's all I've got. All right. Uh, Borderlands 2 developer Gearbox would like to bring the game, the Borderlands 2 game to the Wii U. Apparently they were pretty excited with the with the con- tablet controller, and they said that would be good, especially for uh, inventory management on Borderlands. So that mm-hmm. was something that interested them. Then uh, Bioware continues to lay off employees at its Austin, Texas office. Um, Rich Vogel, co-founder of the Austin branch, has left the company. So, oh wow! Yeah, not not good news for Bioware. I feel like video game companies are just sh- taking the shit right now. Yeah. Uh, is that the only branch of Bioware that's like losing? As far as I know, because they have one in Edmonton. Yeah, that I think that one's losing. fine, but I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's because of the loss of subscribers on the Old Republic. Uh, that was the one that Texas. made it. So yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, didn't the the Old Republic head producer or whatever left? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Rich Vogel. Oh yeah, that's what you just yep. said. Yep. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. Corey, how's your week? We didn't talk to you last week, so. Oh, you know, another week. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got to witness breaking news firsthand. Really? Uh, I was at a festival, music festival with my girlfriend at the South Street Seaport. Uh-huh. And we were on Pier 16 or something like that, and we watched as Pier 17 caught on fire. <laughs> um, I took a 10-minute video with my cell phone. Really? Start to finish, yeah. Caught on fire. Uh, watched everybody evacuate. Watched the police boat come and unload. God, there had to have been like fifty firemen, at least, um, swarm the pier. It's pretty cool. That's fantastic. Nobody got hurt, so I can say it was cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. I was kind of hoping uh, I could sell it to NBC News or something like that, but there were so many people there. People had like legit cameras. Right. Got to film the whole thing. And uh, people were running around afterwards on their cell phones and like telling each other, like, "Oh, I got, I got a correspondent at NBC News, and they want to buy your footage." I'm just like, "Oh man, yeah, must be nice." Bunch of jerks. 
But yeah, that was probably the most exciting thing to happen to me. Okay. My life's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very down in the dumps. Docile. Need a cup of coffee. Yeah, I grabbed one on my way here. Word, I'm drinking one right now. Of the iced variety, though. Yeah. Speaking of docile, did you know the there's a conspiracy theory that they florida they I don't know if it's floridize or floridate they floridate our drinking water because it makes humans more docile. Yeah. I actually have heard that. I've heard that too. I wouldn't put anything past whoever the man is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was getting, you know, when we were talking about the the Truman Show thing the yeah. other night. Yeah, yeah. I was really sitting there thinking about it the other night and I was like, man, you get into your head about Somebody's it. Somebody's fucking watching me right now. I just know it. Yeah. I saw you say something about the Truman Show, Eric. On my Facebook? Really... What? On my Facebook? Yeah. yeah. And it made me really want to watch something with Jim Carrey, because I think he's great. I um, like Jim Carrey. So I checked out Netflix, and they had The Majestic on there. You ever seen that? No. It's actually, I started watching it, and then I fell asleep. But what I saw, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. What's it about? Uh, he's like a writer during the... Um, the Red Scare, like when they thought the communists were infiltrating Hollywood and everything like that, mm-hmm. and uh, they think he's a communist. He gets his, his girlfriend dumps him. He gets fired from his job. He gets in a car accident, and he washes up um, after falling in the river into the small town. And they think he's uh, a long lost, dead son of one of the guys who lives in the town, and he doesn't remember. He has amnesia, but it's cool. I recommend it. Cool. Okay. All right, Eric, what did you do this week? Uh, I feel like I'm going to forget something again. But um, eh, I guess the coolest thing I did was last night, actually. I had uh, We have this thing called Tequila Tuesday that we usually do at a friend's house every week. And it got canceled. So I had people over to, to my apartment last night. And um, ended up staying up till 5 in the morning playing Flip Cup and just got real shit-faced. Nice. And... Uh, but it was just one of those fun nights, you know. It was yeah. kind of unplanned. Those yeah. are always the best ones. Yeah. And yep. I woke up. Well, my f- Justin, who's been on the show before, passed out on my back patio outside, threw up, passed out, was sleeping out there on the concrete <laughs> when I went to bed at 5. Um, I actually fell asleep for a little while in the grass in the backyard. One of my friends came out and opened the door and was like, you guys are just a mess out here. <laughs> I mean, you know, the best part was that we were the two oldest people there. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we just had a flip cup tournament, basically, is what it turned into. And that's my game. And I ended up drinking for two because we were short a person because Tyler left early because he was being a bitch. Uh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He had to work. But, yeah, so I was drinking for two, and, man, I'll tell you, you get playing flip cup, and you don't realize, and a half hour later, you're just yeah. like, can't stand like up. Wine. It yeah, does. Yeah, man. you don't realize that you drank six beers in you, half an hour. I mean, every other game, I'm like, yeah, grab another PBR out of yeah. the fridge there, huh? Especially if you're drinking for two. Yeah, and I was, but it was fun. <clears throat> really, really good time. So. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. I don't think I did anything. I do think I did something, but I'm not gonna remember it. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, Will. What What did you do? Um, the first thing I did was I jailbroke my iPhone. I got tired of the usual iPhone stuff. I kind of wanted to spice it up and have an upgrade, so I figured why not if it breaks, I can just get a new phone. So I did that and got the uh, Windows 7 phone operating system on it and stuff, and I've been messing around with a lot of that stuff. There's so much customization ability in the iPhone, they just don't let you do it. Right. Unless you jailbreak it. Yeah. It's really cool. 
Uh, you showed it to me the other day, and it does look it looks pretty similar to the Windows operating phone operating system. Yeah, the only thing is, is there still some like you know nuances of the iPhone there? Because if you uh, double click the home button, the keyboard thing pops up, which I don't think that's on the Windows Seven. Uh, no, I don't think so. So yeah, that that's one thing. Uh-huh. But the big thing I did was on Tuesday went to Buffalo, uh, Darien Lake exactly. Greatest for city on War. earth, by the way. <laughs> There's some. Everybody was really complimentary of Buffalo. Actually, every band that was there. It's great. It's we got party city. It is. It was insane. We got there at like eleven, eleven twenty, and got in and everything like that. We pretty much budged in line, and got in nice. five minutes. So <laughs> right when we got there, the first like one of the big bands we wanted to see of Mice and Men was on eleven thirty. So we rushed over to their stage, and they came out and played second song. Somebody was coughing up blood, and they had to escort them out. So that was kind of cool. It was, it was pretty cool. He was fine, but Warp Tour was awesome. Yeah. Eric actually said that there's so much to do, they should have it two days in each city, which I would well, agree, I agree with. You said there's 50 bands and seven stages. Like, you can't. It's hard. That's, that's stupid is what it is. There was a lot of bands. There was well, one band that I really wanted to see, but I, there's another band playing. It was 805, two bands, Memphis Mayfire, Pierce the Veil. I wanted to see Pierce the Veil because of their CD release show, but I wanted to see Ma- Memphis Mayfire, so I couldn't see him. Yeah, that's so stupid. Why they should just, if anything, shorten the tour and do two days in each city. Yeah, because that would make it worth people driving to a city anyway. Because you could just camp out for like a weekend. Yeah, or and, whatever. And watch your favorite bands. Yeah, it's terrible marketing, is what that is. Mm-hmm. But it was so much fun. I did not get in any mosh pits or anything, but one of my friends did. Um. One band had a L.A. Kings jerseys on, and they're big hockey fans from L.A. And they said, so anybody here a fan of the Buffalo Sabres? And a lot of people were like, yeah. So he said, he's like, let's go. Let's go Sabres chant going. So he started going, and it was loud. Awesome. So I know Eric would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I saw Motionless and White live, too. Uh, I like that band. They were, real, they were phenomenal, actually. Is that the band we made fun of? Yeah. They were dressed up really weird. But they were they were phenomenal live, and after one of their songs, they said, uh, "Buffalo, I just want to thank you for one thing—a great show, but also your chicken wings are amazing." Yeah, that's truth. where they originated. Yeah, and he had one up, and he started eating it. Chicken wings and beef on whack. I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised that they eat meat. Somebody, one of my friends said, "Vampires eat meat." <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. That is funny. But it was a blast. Uh, the the two best bands that were there were Bless the Fall <coughs> and I've heard of them. you've heard of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. Uh, they just tweeted a picture of that, and I was in the middle of the crowd, but there was a lot of people there, and their show was insane. People were crowd surfing left and right. There were pits opening up everywhere. Um, but they they're like the most fun to be there live. But we are the In Crowd, who's a band that Eric listened to and didn't like. They were the best live band there. And another band, Falling in Reverse, which I got some live video from, were really good. But it was a fun time. Every band I saw was pretty good live, which I didn't expect because, you know, everybody complains about a band not being good live yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They were all really good. Good. It's the reason why they're professionals at it. Yeah. Making money. Yeah. Making music. It was fun. Cool. Best day I've had in a while. Good. I'm actually going to the um, Grassroots Music Festival this coming weekend. That'll be fun. Friday. Yeah, it's a big, uh, kind of a hippie festival, but it's not as jam bandy as Fish, so I should like it more. Will yeah. there be mosh pits? No. <laughs> Highly doubtful. Hippies don't like to mosh. No. They don't like confrontation. No, it'll be it'll be fun, though. I'm going with um, 
Well, nobody that anybody that listens to our show would know, but yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I did a couple things this week. I I actually went finally and took myself for an eye exam. Ooh. It had been over four years since I last got my eyes checked. How, how much did it change? Very, very, very little. Really? Yeah, wow. I was shocked. But you know, I paid forty five bucks for the eye exam, and then I ordered glasses off the internet for uh, twelve twelve dollars. So what do you do? You got your eye exam, and then you you they figure out what your prescription is. Yep. I'm I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm gonna have you help me order some okay. glasses. Yeah. All you do is you know because I did that last time. Actually, one of the things I was worried about was because I ordered my glasses off the internet, I was worried that it was gonna make my eyes bad because they weren't the quality that you might get at like a optometrist, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, my left eye didn't change at all. My right eye just changed a tiny little bit. Hmm. And I ordered glasses. The gla- the frames were free. The lenses were seven bucks, wow. and then shipping was five. So nice. the only problem is it takes a long time to get them. How long would you say? Probably about a month. Okay. But it's not a big deal for no. for twelve bucks. Sure. Who gives a yeah. crap? You know. And then the only other thing, uh, oh, uh, we had a family reunion on Saturday, which uh, you know I'm not not a huge fan of. I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the weird thing is, is I you know I have co- first cousins that were there that I like really wanted to see and wanted to know how they were doing. So I didn't talk to anybody, you know, Else. that I hadn't seen in a while. Cause I don't really care what they're up to, you know, cause I, <laughs> I've seen them once or twice in my life. So I, why would I give a crap? I knew what, about what five people there. Yeah. Other than our first cousins yeah. and their, uh, significant others and children, you know, I, I, I wanted to know what they were up to, you know? So I recognize a couple people from the funeral that we had like in March or whatever. But other than that, I did not know. I didn't go soul. to that. So I didn't, I didn't recognize or know anybody, mm-hmm. nor did I care. Yeah. Which kind of makes me an asshole, but whatever. No, it doesn't. It means you're being honest. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't being fake. Exactly. Everybody thinks it. Yeah. That's true. Dan, what would Trey Cool do? He'd say the same Trey thing. Trey Cool would just be playing drums. He would. Trey right. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, I had Time Warner here yesterday fixing my internet, so it seems to be working pretty well. Yeah. So we'll see. Did they say what the problem was? Uh, my cable modem was bad. Really? Oh. Yep. So, I mean, my router still will slow down and drop connection every now and again, but it's not every hour like it was before. Hmm. So, my internet should be should be stable, at least for now. Do you have to pay for that visit? No, no. Oh, nice. Really? Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, well, and the guy was really cool, too. I mean, he was, he was sharp and whatnot. Like, a lot of people have trouble with the service people, and I've never, I've had good luck with Actually, getting I have good too. people. So have I. Yeah, so I can't um, complain about that. They did send a Dolphins fan to my house once. That Ooh. Was... Could have got ugly. Right, right. That's the thing. You see you see the, the Time Warner guys driving by in the van, and you feel obligated to flick them the bird. Yeah, even though it's not their <laughs> fault that their company right. sucks ass. Yeah, I'm... and then you realize it's not that guy's fault. Yeah, he's working his ass off. I'm canceling cable tomorrow. Are you? Oh. Yeah. Yep. Good man. Yep. You won't miss it. No. You'll miss it for like a week, and then you'll yeah. be like, ah, whatever. That's what I figured. They give me. It'll be better for playing video games, and it'll be better for everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I literally don't watch anything. Yeah. Even sports anymore. Right. Well, although this is a slow time of year for sports, I shouldn't say that. Right. Well, you get you'll get football. I will the, get the, football. The only thing you'll have to worry about is hockey. Really. Well, I like I said I have the app on my right. phone where I get the Buffalo. Yeah. Feed. And yeah. Hockey's a decent sport to listen it to is. on the radio too. I, I don't mind it at all. With Ricky J, how could you? Yeah, I don't think football's as good to listen to only because there's so much going on. Absolutely, I agree. Um, but but yeah, uh, hockey and obviously baseball is really easy to listen to on the radio because there's 
Nothing one, going on? Yeah, there's one thing going on. <laughs> Dude, I can't even come close to getting into baseball. Oh. Hi. Well, hey. Corey. Corey, you all right? Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? I, I think Corey just... <laughs> Oh, we're we're trying to redial Corey in here. Mm. Come on. What hey. happened, Corey? There he is. I don't know. You got you kicked me. I did? Yeah. Whoops. Maybe it was my router that kicked you. Come on. Come All right. On. Well, we're going to take a quick break um, and be right back with our main segment right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 52 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are in part two of our Game Genres Gaming 101 episode. <clears throat> we left off last week talking about uh, RPGs, I think, was where we left off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tactical RPGs, the last one. Okay. Uh, so uh, the next on the list was simulation games. Uh, simulation games are designed to closely simulate aspects of real or fictional reality. <laughs> Corey got cut out again going on mangs hey <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. anyway did you hear that Corey? nope uh simulation games are designed to closely simulate aspects of real or fictional reality oh okay starting with the subgenre construction and management sims which task players with building expanding or managing fictional communities or projects with limited resources and that uh, has a lot of subgenres too, such as city building, where the player acts as a planner to meet the needs and wants of game characters by building structures for food, shelter, health, spiritual care, economic growth, etc. That's games like Sim City and Caesar. Uh, big fan of the Sim City games. I never play any of the Caesar games. I would say management simulation is a pretty broad term. Yeah, well, they. Uh, that's they cons- broke down the construction and management sims into several subgenres, which I'm reading that's, right now. That's probably good. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, cause you could even argue a game like Civ is a management sim. Yeah, that's on yep. that's on a different category. But yeah. yes, yeah. Oh, I mean, a lot of the games fit a lot of different genres. You know, especially nowadays, there's a lot of crossover between genres. So. It's all about the hybrids, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, business Sims is the next on the list, uh, which focus on management of economic processes. It's games like Railroad Tycoon, Airbuck, and the game Capitalism. That's a game? Yes, I, which I guess is supposed to be the best business sim ever made was Capitalism. Capitalism? Yeah, it was made in the mid-90s. That sounds amazing. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, never played it. Railroad Tycoon, I know, was always a well well-received game. Then there's uh, government or political sims, which simulate the politics uh, of politics and government of all or part of a nation. Uh, games like Diplomacy, Superpower, and Tropico are such games. I, I played a little Tropical. Tropico. I always wanted to play that game, but I never did. Tropico? Yeah. yeah, it always seemed interesting. You played it a little bit, Corey? Yeah, I played Tropico 3 a little bit. Okay. It was. I mean, it was all right. It was no different, really, than... I, it, yeah, I guess I guess it would be more of a, a management sim then, because I don't think there's any combat or anything like that. But it felt a lot like the like the strategy, like the Age of Empires, and, right? You know those kind of games. Yeah, it probably had a similar inter- interface, maybe, but not really with the combat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next on the list is life sims, which involve 
controlling one or more artificial lives. And that's broken in down to, into subgenres, starting with biological sims, which allow a player to experiment with genetics, survival, or ecosystems. Uh, games like Sim Life, Spore, Jurassic Park, Operation Genesis hmm. fit that category. Spore. Spore. That's yeah. another one I wanted to try. I have it. Do you? Yep. You like it? Uh Don't yeah, try it was. It. It was good. Um, <laughs> Corey loves it. It was. It was. Um, it was overrated. I think they made it sound a lot cooler. Like than they made it seem a lot cooler than it actually was. Okay. Overhyped, I would say. Yeah, overhyped. Yeah. It, I mean, it was okay. Uh, the really restrictive DRM, though. I think you can only install it on your computer twice mm-hmm. before you can't use it anymore. You know. Which that is crazy. Shit pisses me off. Yeah, me too. Well, the problem I had with it was it was basically like playing... I forget how many stages of evolution there were, but it was like playing three different games. There's however many... Yeah, uh, I think there was four. Four stages four. of evolution, yeah. And I guess you could do a little bit more with the end game stuff, but I, I never really got that far. Yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't really care for it. It was like four little mini-games, in my it, opinion. Uh, the space stuff was okay, but it, like, it, it got to a point where it was almost like... Uh, Master of Orion, mm. kind of, but there wasn't nearly as much that you could do with it. Wasn't so, as in depth. Oh, not not even close. So it, it felt shallow even at the right. end game, because you know you're expecting a Master of Orion type of thing, and it just wasn't wasn't the case. Uh, there was some cool stuff about it, but it was way shittier. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So uh, next on the list is pet raising Sims which focus on the relationship between the player and one or a few life forms. This is games like Nintendogs. Was one of them. And then those Tamagotchi Tamagotchi, I was just going to say, I yeah. mean, I still have 30 or 40,000 of them. So. Great yeah. games. I never played Nintendogs. I didn't either. You, sh- you should get it for your 3DS, Will. You can do that. You know he has it already, dude. Uh, yeah. How much is just, it? I don't know. He has smug face like he hasn't been playing it for <laughs> just weeks now. It's the game I've been playing on my 3DS. I haven't mm-hmm. been playing anything else. What breed you got right now? Corgi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> All yep. right. Next on the list is Social Sims, which focus on social interaction between multiple artificial lives. Uh, games like The Sims fit that category. The Sims. Which I like the first one. After that, they're pretty much similar, but better graphics. I kind of want to play one. Yeah, you know, every now and again I get that itch yeah. where I'm like, you know, I, I want to play The Sims. I really only liked building houses. That's yeah. what I enjoyed doing yep. in The Sims. Same After here. that, I would play it for a little bit, but Yeah, but the, the people weren't nearly as fun. You're right. Right. Well, everybody just used that money cheat to build whatever. I didn't know the money cheat. Really? No. Huh. No. Must have been just me. I never cheated, really, in games. I don't know. I had a Game Genie and all that stuff, but I never... Yeah. I don't remember being like into cheating that much. I did cheat on The Sims, just so I could get as much money as I could to build the biggest house that I could. Yeah. Yep. That's what I did. So, Alright, moving back out of category, onto Vehicle Sim games, which attempt to provide the player with a realistic interpretation of operating various kinds of vehicles. Uh, subcategory, Flight Sim which tasks the player with flying an aircraft as realistically as possible. It's games like Microsoft Flight Simulator, MIG Alley, and Fighter Ace. Um, there's obviously combat ones and non-combat ones. 
Microsoft Flight Simulator is a non-combat one that's just flying different aircraft. I always wanted to get into that. Yep. Yeah, I I had some friends back in the day that loved the Microsoft Flight Simulator games. I think for me to enjoy it, though, like, I'd want a really good computer. Yeah. Yeah. To enjoy the the sights, but, you know, I've never really had one. Yeah. I guess the newest one is free-to-play, though. You get, like, two free uh, places to fly or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think it would be cool if you had, like, a three-monitor set up and you could spread the, you know, make it look like you were actually in a, in oh, a cockpit. that would, that would be awesome. Yeah. You know, three giant monitors. That's Flight Simulators is something I've always been into or interested in. Yeah. But, like Corey said, I've never had a really nice computer. So. Yeah. I know the Microsoft one is fairly complicated, too. It's, I guess, fairly realistic. So. Which would probably just make me run back to FIFA. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can't well, handle I mean, that. They... Don't they say that if you if you really master one of those games, you're capable of flying? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Microsoft. I know Microsoft Flight Simulator is that in depth. Wow. So I want to be the guy that saves the plane because you played you had played Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, and then like, does anybody cool. have any flying experience? And I raise my hand. Yes. And then I land the plane. And then they're like, "Where did you learn to fly?" <sighs> like video games. Corey, <laughs> you should you should do that and then laminate yourself like a. Some kind of certificate that you can keep right in your wallet. There you go. Certified pilot of. It, it would be. Uh, it would be. Uh, emergency pilot. Like or something it. like that. I like it. That's. A, I like that too. That's a good idea. That would be great. We should. Uh, we should. We should start a, a company that certifies people, um, for certain things in an untraditional way. We should. There you go. Who's to tell us we can't? You know. We're gonna get into this like, later. If you beat the Microsoft Flight Simulator, you are certified. Yeah, who decides who's certified anyway? I yeah. don't know. Some douchebag. The Some FAA. Think they know. Federal AV. <laughs> Some aviation. guy in a white collar shirt and a pair of black pants. Yeah. I have, Some I ass have wipe. A couple of those in my closet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you start wearing them everywhere. All right. Next on the list is racing, which racing sims. Place the player in the driver's seat of a high-performance vehicle and require the player to race against other drivers or time. That's games like Live for Speed, R-Factor, and X-Motor Racing. Now, I went for the more sim-oriented racing games. There's obviously uh, there's kind of half-sim games, which are like the Forza games and Gran Turismo. They're like half-sim racing games. And then there's the completely arcade racing games, too. Which are, I don't remember any games that were on the list, but there was a few strictly arcade racing games that I didn't feel were worth mentioning. So. Right on. Yeah. Uh, Space Flight Sim is next on the list, which involved piloting a spacecraft. It's games like Orbiter, which Orbiter is uh, super realistic, I guess, with the physics and stuff. Um, I saw a screenshot of it, and it was a space shuttle that flew into space, and I don't know, must have docked with the ISS or something, but they use that as, like, a educational tool in schools and stuff. Uh, games like that, Wing Commander, Star Trek, Bridge Commander are space flight sim games. None of which I have any experience with. Although Wing Commander was really popular when I was younger. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and there's movies. Wing Commander uh, movies? Yeah. That's probably where you heard about it from, Corey. Probably. Uh, next on the list is train sim games, which simulate vehicles, environments, and often economics associated with railway transport. That's games like Trains with a Z, 
and Microsoft Train Simulator. All right. Which, which I is, guess is pretty awesome. Is it? People were, because uh, it was on, it was a special on the Steam sale today, I think. Oh, really? Like $2.50. Oh, wow. People were like, ah, you know, they didn't know much about it, but they bought it anyway. But yeah. One of those games. Just because it's two fifty. Yeah, you start playing and you can't put it down, I guess. Right. Cool. Maybe I'll have to download a demo or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not really into train stuff, but if it's a cool game, I'll definitely yeah, give it I a try. I'm not into trains either, but I think a simulation... Well, I'm not really into planes either, but I'd, yeah. it would be interesting to, to try. Give it a try, yeah. And then we could start driving trains around, too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's you know? number two We're gonna on our business. We're going to certify the shit out of ourselves. Not that I, I mean, train, I, planes I can see, but trains. When are you going to pilot a runaway Damn. train? Train conductors. <laughs> I mean, come on. They bag lots of uh, bag lots of hot young ladies. Who nanny? <laughs> <laughs> They're the rock stars of uh, of the piloting world. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing hotter than a train conductor. in a conductor's uniform. Yeah. Uh... Next on the list is vehicular combat, which. Uh, player operates a vehicle and attempts to disable or destroy CPU or human components or opponents, not components. Uh, games like Road Blasters, which we mentioned in one of our ep- recent episodes. Yeah. Uh, Mech Warrior and Moon Patrol. Moon Hell yeah. Patrol. We had Moon Patrol on our Atari, old old Atari computer. Yeah. It's pretty sweet for for its day. And Mech Warrior is a. Uh, I've, Mech Warrior, I think, was on Xbox, and it was the one with the huge controller, 140-button oh, yeah. controller or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I guess is... I think that was Steel Battalion. Might have been Steel Battalion. I thought... I'm yeah, gonna, Mech I'm Warrior, gonna... I think, is PC. I think you're right, Corey. Because was it the new Steel Battalion that came out for Kinect? Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't very good. Freaking sucked. Yeah. Well, that was a bad well, idea. for Kinect. They should have just come out with the big controller yeah, for it. Yeah, Steel Battalion was the... Okay. Mech Warrior, I think, must have been for PC then. You know, looking at the controller right now for Steel Battalion, like, it doesn't look nearly as complicated as I thought it did when it came out. Oh, really? No. Big, though, right? Yeah, I pictured, like, a, I pictured like, a whole, like, desk of controls in front of you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's large, but, I mean, there's not a lot of buttons on it. And probably uh, the buttons that are on there, you probably wouldn't even use most of them. Yeah. Huh. Gotcha. It would be cool. To the there's two joysticks, and then there's like a looks like a shifter, oh. and then pedals too on the floor. Nice. nice. So you can go skiing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that does it for simulation games. Where you're on to strategy games. Strategy games focus on gameplay, requiring careful and skillful thinking and planning in order to achieve victory. Uh, the first in that category is the 4X game. Which is a game type with four primary goals to explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. That's games like Civilization Series, Master of Orion, and Endless Space, which we will talk about later. Incidentally. Yeah, I never knew that's what the, the four X stood for. Yeah. Um I knew of it. I didn't I I wouldn't have been able to rattle them off right off the top of my head. Right. But that's uh the four X games. Uh next on the list is Artillery, which um it was an early two- or three-player computer games involving tanks fighting each other, apparently. Uh, games like Scorch 3D, Worms, and Hogs of War. 
the only game I played out of that is Worms, and Worms was pretty fun. Never played any of them. Worms was like uh, it's it was you were like a stationary artillery thing, and mm-hmm. you would have to. I think I'm thinking of the right game, and you would fire at your you know you would try to hit your opponents. And there's different kind of kinds of weapons, mm-hmm. and you'd program like physics wise the angle you wanted to shoot at and the power. Yeah, that's Worms. Yeah. It's been a while since I've played that, but there's been a few like more modern releases of Worms, though, right? Yeah. Updates. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list is real-time strategy or RTS games. They are games in which the game action is continuous, and players have to make decisions and actions within the backdrop of uh, constantly changing game state. Uh, there are games like Warcraft one through three. Command and Conquer and Age of Empire series games. Big fan of the RTSs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Age of Empires. Actually, Rise of Nations was probably my favorite one. Rise of Nations was I really fun. like that. Yeah. StarCraft, I never got into. Right. A lot of my friends are really into StarCraft. I, yeah. just, I don't know. I never got into it. I like it, but I never. I would never like it as much as I like yeah. Rise of Nations or Age of Empires. Yeah. Well... The, for me, there's only like three races. Yeah, kind of limiting. the The problem that I run into with those games is like I don't like to rush. Yeah, and I, I like to take my time. And yeah, I kind of just would rather just play and build up my civilization rather than fight people. Yeah, that's just, how I am just because it's fun. Yeah, but that's why I never play like competitively with other people. Right. An Age of Empires is gonna do a forty minute treaty. Is that right? Yep. That's, so you that's get what I would do. Forty minutes to build up. Or I think there's even an hour. I mean, I'd probably still lose, but at least I would, you know, because I always thought to myself, like, why play this game for 10 minutes? Yeah. It's not the type of game you can just play for 10 minutes and be satisfied. Yeah, when yeah. you just have a bunch of peasants and then maybe yeah. a knight and then you get wiped out. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's pretty It's pretty satisfying when you win in those 10 minutes. Yeah, but I don't. I don't win. That's the thing. Remember a couple I, times I played Cory and he beat me in like six minutes or something like that? Yeah. I was never good. I, it would always take me a little while to build up. Yeah. I don't know. But those games are a lot of fun. Yeah. That's that's why I think you guys would like Dawn of Discovery. I've talked about it a couple times on, on this podcast, but yeah. the the combat is such a small part of it and like the economics and building your civilization is its own thing rather than like in the in, in Age of Empires and like Starcraft, like you're doing that stuff to service to fight. warfare. Yeah. Um, but in Dawn of Discovery it's it's pretty much its own thing. Would that run on my computer? Uh I mean it runs on mine pretty good. I mean, it bo- it bogs down a little bit when there's a lot of shit on the screen, but for the most part, it's pretty smooth. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, you could do the system requirements lab. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? The, oh, the thing I liked about Rise of Nations was that it was a mix between Age of Empires and Civilization because you had your cities, right? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, you advance through ages uh, a little more drastically than Age of Empires. You know, mm-hmm. Age of Empires was still kind of. Kind of medieval-ish, but you know yeah. the, you could get modern weaponry in uh, Rise of Nations. Yeah, Rise of Nations was an awesome game. We actually, don't, I mean, didn't we try playing that not that long ago? We did. I, Over yeah, the winter, just, I still have it on my computer. Yeah, I do too. We should do that. The the wonders made it really cool, and the borders. Like I thought, the borders uh, was a cool concept with attrition and everything. Yeah, like that. because I always played as the Russians, and that doubled attrition damage. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's an awesome game. Great game. Uh, Dawn of Discovery will run, it says, fast on my computer. There you go. Nice. Is that on Steam? 
Do you know? Steam? Is it on Steam? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I'm gonna check right I now. I got it on Amazon, but... Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe I'll give that one a try. Alright, next, uh, next on the list is real-time tactics game, which focus on operational aspects and control of warfare. It's games, games like the Total War series, uh, Sid Meier's Gettysburg, and Tom, mute, so. Tom uh, Clancy's End War. What, what, Corey? Hello? Corey, <laughs> you weren't on mute. Uh, well, apparently what's happening is... Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Does it sound the same as it sounded before? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Does it sound the same? No, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a little more pronounced. Oh. Okay. So it's... I guess when I turn off my microphone, like I just did, it picks it up through the laptop. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, so now I know not to swear. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when that happens. Or call me fat. Yeah. <laughs> when you mute the microphone. God, Dan's being so fat. <laughs> Look at him sitting there like a chub. <laughs> All right, next on the list is tower defense games. Uh, they're games where computer-controlled creeps, in parentheses, move along a uh, set path, and the player must uh, build towers along the path to kill the creeps. It's games like Plants vs. Zombies, Savage Moon, Defense Grid, The Awakening. I actually really like these kind of games. Yeah, I don't mind tower defense they're games. Fun. They're fun for a while. Right, It's right, not right. something I could play a lot of. Yeah, something you can play for a little bit. Yeah. And then Go, going back to the last one that you talked about, Dan, did anybody ever play Shogun? Yeah. Besides me? Yep, yes. I played Shogun Total War. Awesome game. Yeah. I would highly recommend that to anybody. Yeah, there's uh, Medieval Total War now, and then Rome Total War, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Is the Plus. other one? Thank you. I believe so. All right. Uh, next is turn-based strategy. It's a game where the player is given Wait, a period... What? Go ahead. Can we jump back to tower defense quick? Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys ever play Dungeon Defenders? I know Will did. No. Yeah, I did. You guys never tried it? No. I know you, you told me to try it, but I just never did. Yeah, no, it was just cool because it was... Uh, I mean, it was your, it was a tower defense game, but you actually played a little avatar and ran around and fought. And it was oh, that's like an cool. RPG and tower defense. It was awesome. That is cool. But sorry, go on. I just wanted to... No problem. Uh, turn-based strategy, game where the player is given a period of analysis before c- committing to a game action. Games like the Civilization series, Heroes of Might and Magic, and Age of Wonders are games in that c- category. Uh, apologies, my allergies are just brutal. Did you see, um, I, we'll talk about it later, but did you see the Facebook yes. feedback? Yes, I did. All right. Yes, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, boy. That funny. All right, turn-based tactics is the next game, or next uh, sub-genre. It's games in which the player must complete tasks uh, using the combat forces provided to them. That's games like Steel Panthers and Gun Rocks. I guess those are supposed to be more realistic-oriented games where you're not in control of building your troops. You just get whatever you're given. That's the impression that I got from that one. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, Seemed there's a lot cool. of a uh, lot of genres that seem to have been forgotten. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because there was a few last week, and I was like, "What? Uh, what is that?" Mm-hmm. When I was doing the research for it. Yeah, what were some of them? You were oh, like ball and paddle games. Yeah, <laughs> that's a dead genre. All right, war game is next on the list, which emphasized strategic or traditional warfare on a map. 
That's all I wrote for it. Games like Panzer General and Romance of the Three Kingdoms are games in that category. Which I guess Romance of the Three Kingdoms has an iOS game now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which seems pretty cool. I've heard that title a lot before. Yeah, I guess it came out in 2010 for for iOS. Yeah. So that's that's one. Maybe I'll look it up on the iPad. Of course, I always say that, and I always forget. Is it just on iPad? No, it's just iOS. Okay, so Romance of the Three Kingdoms? Yeah. All right. Yeah, see how much it is. Uh, can you do demos? If it's the, if they have a light version, oh, that's right. Okay. The last one in the strategy is action real time strategy. Uh, it's where two or three. I guess this is a new jo- new genre, kind of. It's where two or three teams of players, uh, each controlling a single character through an RTS style interface, compete with each other in discrete rounds. It's games like Demigod, Demigod, League of Legends, and Dota Two. Real quick, uh, yeah. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. There's one for thirteen ninety nine, another one for seventeen ninety nine. Wow. Uh, the seventeen ninety nine had three stars, and the twenty or the thirteen dollar one is uh, three and a half. Wow. So not not great. I guess not. Okay. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at Steam because I was looking for Dawn of Discovery. They yeah. have a lot of really good deals right now. Yeah. That summer, people should look at summer sales. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Corey said Age of Empires three and all the expansions was like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. which I'm I gotta do that. Yeah, they have the the Total War that we were talking about. They have a Mega Pack, which is apparently like everything. Yeah, for twelve fifty. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people I follow on Twitter are just just blowing all their money on games, and they're like, I don't have time to play all these games, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna buy them, and I'll get to them eventually. I bought the the last Humble Indie Bundle that came out, uh-huh. and even if I never play them. I don't care. It's still worth it. Yeah, it's worth it because, like, at least I was supporting something yeah. good. You yeah. know what I mean? And you never know. You may get bored one day and want to play one of those games. Well, I would probably play it if I didn't fuck up my computer mouse. Right. Oh, that's right. I gotta, I'll gotta. i see if I can find that uh, that one for you because oh, I have yeah, one yeah. for you. Sounds good. I put it I put it someplace. I'm going to start buying games on Steam while the summer sale is going on because the deals are so good Dude. and my computer is going to be able to run it soon. Yeah. You should, because there's so. a lot of good stuff on there right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the deals are freaking awesome. Which is great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Corey. No, no. I'm just moving uh, on. grunting as I resituate myself. Okay. Moving on. Uh, these are kind of miscellaneous game genres. They didn't really fit in any, in any of the uh, traditional categories. But obviously uh, kind of have a genre of their own. Uh, music games, uh, which challenge a player to follow sequences of movement or develop specific rhythms. Games like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, and Dance Dance Revolution. I still maintain that we should get back into Rock Band. Yeah, I agree. I think we could have fun with that. Definitely. Get a little liquored up. A lot liquored up. Definitely. Even. We have to hang out besides when we do this podcast. Which, which... We, we could do. Well, yeah, we, we, we have opposite schedules. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Because you work at night and I work during the day most of the time. Not as much anymore. I'm writing the schedule That's now good. at work, and it's awesome. Do you get to write your own schedule too? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Just the just the <clears throat> other people. Right. But, uh, it's made my job a little more enjoyable. So That's good. A lot more enjoyable actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> might I might I recommend the? I'm not sure if it's the new Rocksmith game, um, but Rocksmith is the one that you play. You plug a real guitar into your console. Yeah. You play the songs um but i think the new one that's coming out is like rock band in that there's more than one instrument there's like you can plug a real guitar a real bass 
a real keyboard and like real vocals into it. Cool. Oh wow, that's awesome. That is pretty Which awesome. Would be a lot of fun. Oh god, it'd be so fun, dude. I was messing around. This is a little off topic, but I was I was out looking at uh, bass guitar amps the other day. I was messing around with some of the like kind of upscale keyboards that they had at the guitar center. There's so much cool stuff you can do on those things. Yeah. And after yeah, I yeah. get my new bass, I think I might buy one. There you go. Later on down the road. Start playing some piano. Corey, you still there? Yeah, I just mute myself every time I take a drink. Oh, okay. okay. Just let it fly. I'm making all sorts of noises over let, here. Let it just fly. Does it make a noise when I click mute? Here, I'll do it right now. Ready? It, like, the cuts fa- out a little static or the, something. The fan in the background gets muted. That's the only oh, difference. Oh, okay. I am probably going to purchase some City 4 right now on Steam. There you go. How much is it? $5. <gasps> I'm going to buy it, too. It's only six more hours, so don't forget. Okay. Wait, is that the newest one? SimCity 4 Deluxe Edition. No, the newest one's coming out in Febu- February or March. Only six more hey, hours. Hey, if, if you guys find, like, a like a low graphic-intensive, cheap computer game that we can all play, let me know. Okay. Because I'd love to Let play me know, too. Because I, I know we're kind of holding out for Torchlight 2. Yeah, anything on that yet? No. I actually heard, I think they're supposed to release later this month. Good. Because um, there's a release schedule somewhere. I'm not sure if it was the publisher of the Torchlight games, but they had a release schedule, and it was sandwiched between two games that had exact dates. Okay. Um, and that would put put it at the end of this month. It's Runic Games, right? That's the name of the developer. Yeah. That's sweet. That's not far off, then. Right. But who knows, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next on the list is party games. Uh, games developed specifically for multiplayer games between many players. It's games like Mario Party, Fusion Frenzy, and Rayman Raving Rabbids. I was always a fan of the Mar- Mario Party games. They're pretty fun. Mario Party? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first few were good. I thought they got a little shittier as time yeah. went on. I think the best one was for Nintendo 64, yeah. the first one. Oh, absolutely. They're a lot of fun, fun, though. I mean, Corey and I actually, we played, I think, the last one that came out. With me, it was yeah, it was like w- Mario Party Nine. Or Corey, and, Corey and I were Seven. drinking, right? Yeah, that's right. You guys were really drunk. <laughs> that's right. So I won. And then did we play Mario Kart? Yep, that's right. And uh, you won again. Yeah, yeah. I remember Mario Kart though. It was I think me, Corey. I think it might have been another time actually because Graham was there and Chris. Yeah. So was, was that just... the night that they were listening to Adele nonstop? No, that was one of. <laughs> I'll never, me, I'll never hey, forget hey, that get night. Get off my back. That I was probably one of Corey's parties he had. Okay. I was just sitting there playing video games while it was going on. Uh, I just, I just yeah. remember the one you were playing Skyrim. In the corner, me and yeah. Graham were talking about Skyrim the whole yeah. time. I remember that. That's what, that's what I like about us. <laughs> Actually, that might have been the same night. Maybe it was. Yeah. Didn't we have something weird going on the next day? Yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> was it Christmas Eve? Yeah. Wait. Nice. It was one of Allison's birthdays. birthday, I Wait, think. Wait, was that the night that I got an hour of sleep and went to work? Yeah, oh, I geez. think so. Oh, or that might have been Christmas Eve of all days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That was probably brutal for you. I mean, it wasn't too bad because uh, for some reason I think they had overscheduled at work, so I just was doing something different at work uh, that I actually okay. really enjoyed doing. Oh, that's good. And I ended up just like standing around talking to Tyler all day. Uh-huh. So. Actually, nice. you know what? That was earlier because Skyrim came out in November. I was playing the Old Republic. 
uh, that time. Okay. So it, <laughs> so it was even earlier. Okay. But people the, were probably thinking, what kind of parties are you guys having? <laughs> It's just me in the corner playing whatever, but that was yeah. yeah. While we're playing flip cup or yeah. beer pong or whatever, yeah. Playing. And you guys would be like, "Well, get me a beer," so I'd get you one. Yeah. Oh, what a good guy. I try. You know, the thing is, is I, I, I think a lot of people secretly wish they could have been Will playing it, but we all like Weird. have a responsibility to to drink and party, to drink and hang out. <laughs> yeah. I know what but you mean. Secretly, we're all like, "Oh man, I'm so jealous of Will right now." I just want to go home and play the. Oh yeah, because that's when it first came out. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. What it had we been were out thinking. for like two days. I yeah, think, at that point. And when it was Skyrim, it was the first weekend yeah. after it came out. To be honest with you, I'm surprised we had a party when yeah. it had first come out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I probably played it when I got home. Yeah, well, yeah, because I remember when I would stop playing, I had my guy run into the wall. So I didn't get signed off. Nope. I had to wait in a queue. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was yeah, it was when it first came out. Okay. All right. Next on the list is puzzle games, which require the player to solve logic puzzles or navigate complex locations such as mazes. It's games like Minesweeper, Angry Birds, I guess, is considered a puzzle game. Uh, Tetris and Bejeweled. Angry Birds, I should say, was also in the artillery category. Huh? Which was That's funny. I, I, yeah, I thought it was a little strange, but I get, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, because they are used as yeah, cause firing it's, something. It's worms esque, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not really, but right. Yeah. Did you see the Angry Birds console release? Mm, yeah, I the saw price something. on that. What is it? The price on that was it like ten bucks? It's all it's all three games bundled together, but it's like forty bucks or something. Oh, are you shitting me? That's way too much. I would never pay that. Absolutely, I wouldn't pay more than ten dollars for that. I would pay five for all three bundled together because yeah. I've played them all on various operating systems. They're only a dollar yeah. on the iOS. That sounds awful. How many freaking places do you need to play Angry Birds? One on your phone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe tablet. Yeah. Maybe tablet. tablet. Yeah. It'd be cool if they like built it into toilets. You don't you don't have that yet? <laughs> your your Angry Birds it, mod well, in your it, toilet. It's not a bad idea. If you were wealthy, you just have a tablet built into your toilet area. Why don't we start inventing that? I think we're coming up with too many good ideas in this episode. We it, might have to The toilet tablet. We Damn. might have to call it the lost episode. Yeah. And then I'll just rec- I'll record like 5 minutes of myself explaining <laughs> that I I somehow Lost the episode. I actually just looked at my computer to make sure we were recording. And then talk uh, a little trigonometry, yeah, Dan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calcu- I'll talk calculus so I can help yeah. Dave Gardner fall asleep. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, we got a little off really topic should. there, didn't yeah. we? Yes, we did. You That's should right. find some public domain books on calculus and just read, read them. them for like an hour for up, per episode. I, sh- I should do that. That'll help Dave fall asleep. That'd be great. Oh, he falls asleep, to too. All right. On to sports games. Uh, I hate these games. Sports are fairly obvious. They emulate the playing of traditional physical sports. Games like FIFA, Madden, NHL, and Baseball Stars. I figured I'd throw an old baseball sure. game in there. Because that's based back when baseball games were good. I was just going to say that. They're so shitty now. Yeah. I mean, they just they don't transfer well. No, I, I played uh, the last baseball game I played was MVP 2005 for GameCube, mm-hmm. and it was really awesome. Yeah. Wasn't Manny Rivera's Mac over? I don't remember. Who? Manny Ramirez? I don't, know. I don't recall. Probably. I, I think he might have been because I remember that game. It's just Manny being Manny. 
that was a good baseball game, but after that, like I, I tried a few of them and they're just not good. Like I said before, when I first got my PS3, I was so excited to play MLB The Show and I hated it. Yeah, no, that's considered the good baseball game. That's too. considered the only good one, and it always gets really good ratings from everybody. Yeah, I you, hated it. You have to like probably just love baseball. You really do to play it. Corey, what are you doing? Uh, I was just given a Blue Point Blueberry Ale. Ooh, Ooh, that sounds delicious. It does sound it delicious. tastes delicious. I'm jealous. Me too. All right. Uh, trivia is the next type of game. I'm not even going to get into that because it's pretty obvious what it is. It's trivia. I don't know. I also couldn't find any examples of a trivia game. I didn't look very hard because I didn't really care. But well, you don't know Jack trivia? Probably. Yeah, and I had seen it for my Xbox. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. One versus one hundred was trivia, right? Oh, that yeah. was actually yeah. a lot of fun. That, yeah, that was cool. I played that with Graham yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's not around anymore, though, right? No, I don't think so. Unless they they might uh, do it occasionally, right? I don't know. No, I think it's done. Done. That Darn. Was done. Really fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Do any of you guys play Crank? No. It's a it's a free iPhone game, and it's daily. There's uh, one trivia game of a day. And it compares your results with like all your Facebook friends and people in the area and nationally, internationally, and all that stuff. Huh? But Do you it's, play it's it? A, just a, an addictive little trivia game. Yeah, I play every now and again. Maybe I'll download it. I downloaded a trivia game today actually because a friend suggested it called Trivi. You um, there's different categories, and each of you answer the same questions, and you you know add up points uh-huh. for how many you get right and whatnot. The first category that came up was video game history. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. So you felt you were well prepared for that I got category. every one of them right. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were easy questions. Right, right, then right. the second one was all random. I got one question right, I oh, think, boy. out of the ten. Uh-huh. They were really Is hard. that a Facebook game? Uh, you can connect through Facebook. Is that what you mean? No, I, just, I thought you could play it through Facebook, like I, on Facebook. You might be able to. I'm not sure, though. Because I, I saw I, I saw a trivia trivia game on Facebook earlier today, and I think that might have been it. The the only friend I only have one friend that has this game, at least that's what it told me. So you were playing on your iPhone? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll check it out. I like I like trivia. Yeah, dude. Yeah, check it out, and we can we can play against each other. You'll kick my cool. ass, but that's fine. Oh come on, you uh, know your sports better than anybody I know. Yeah, but. <laughs> not about sports like i said the other ones that came up was all geography and shit i don't know anything about that stuff oh uh, russia <laughs> I, wish, I wish that everybody that was listening to this knew what that was right why you said that which episode was it from so we can it was right at the beginning of one of the episodes do you know which one it was dan it was a it was recent one i wasn't like there for at the start 48 maybe 47 yeah, I remember Corey wasn't there because he was on. He was, was yeah. he having dinner. Yeah, with... it was a couple episodes ago. Oh yeah, people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the last category is board slash card games. They're gaming versions of popular card slash board games, and I put Magic the Gathering because there was a recent, I think, iPad release of a Magic the Gathering game, and that I guess was really good, or was maybe Xbox Live. <laughs> Duel of the Planewalkers. Yeah, everyone seemed to like it that that played it. So. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go on sale on Steam, and I'm gonna buy it. Oh, there you go. Let it's me only know. Ten bucks right now. Let me know, um, Corey. Full price. Ten bucks. What's up? Let me know. I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's they're cheap. They're uh, I mean, there was one, there was an original one, then there was Duels of the Planewalkers 2012, and then I think 
2013 is the one that just came out. Okay. I gotta be honest with you. Like looking at all these Steam deals makes me want to get a new computer. Yeah. Yeah, man. Holy shit! It I like sucks. can't even believe how awesome <laughs> the deals are on here. They're pretty awesome. Makes me glad I'm, I just bought a gaming PC. I like, but these games will run on this computer. The ones I'm looking at, like right. I wouldn't even need ones. a really nice one. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I just would rather play games on a desktop than a laptop. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to add before we take a quick break? Uh, About game genres. Did I ask everybody last week what your favorite game genre was? Yes. Yeah. Corey, what's your favorite game genre? Uh, ball and paddle. Ball and paddle. <laughs> All right. A big pong fan, huh? <laughs> we we should say we have a we have an episode uh, at least one episode dedicated strictly to a game genre. Our Exer gaming episode. Oh right, yeah. Did. I didn't write that down actually, but Exer yeah. gaming is a is a its own genre. Tis. There's a few other there's other ones on there that I didn't put down. Like one was adults, adult games. Okay. Yeah. I didn't like feel like game. Yeah, I didn't feel like that was worth mentioning. I don't know, Dan. Leisure Suit Larry's pretty awesome. Classic gameplay. Mm-hmm. Classic. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with feedback and news right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 52 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now on our feedback segment. So let me call that up real quick. We had a couple pieces of feedback. <laughs> shit-eating grin. Corey's yep. grinning in our screen. We also f- kind of fixed our, our uh, audio issues, so should be good to go now, right? Breaking news, Dan. I just purchased Rome Total War, which I think we're all going to do, right? Yes. On Steam. Yep. And SimCity 4 Deluxe. Nice. I'm gonna play the shit out of that tonight. Yeah. SimCity Sim is City. gonna get played. SimCities are great. Yeah, you ever uh, like purchase a game thinking in the back of your, your head how much alcohol you're gonna drink while you play it? No, I don't. Honestly, I don't drink when I play video games unless I'm with a group playing Mario Party with you and Will. <laughs> yeah, I've never bought one with that in mind, but um, I'm gonna I'm, start now. Like sometimes at night, I'm like, oh man, later tonight I'm gonna play whatever game and I'm gonna drink like 30 beers, and I end up drinking like six and I get really tired. Yeah, and then you don't play nearly as much video games. Right, thought. I go to bed, I yeah. go to sleep. Maybe that's why I don't drink and play. There you go. Don't drink and play. Uh, along the lines of drinking, our first piece of feedback is from Jake Jacob Hammond on Facebook, who says, "I have a thumbstick athletes drinking game. I drink when Dan sniffles into the mic." <laughs> Diablo 3 is mentioned, and for every twi- Twitter that is read, Twitter comment. Twitter feedback? Yeah, it must be. Every Twitter, yeah. Uh, two drinks every time Eric swears. Someone says, I don't know. And for every email read. Three drinks for every five minutes Will doesn't say anything. And when a voicemail is played. And then four drinks when the dog barks. And for every every Facebook comment read. I love that. <laughs> Chug whatever you have during every break and for every Jacob Hammond message is read. I think, um, is it, go on. Uh, he said, I haven't tried it yet, but I hope to try next podcast. Go Ravens. You know, well, I'll, I'll address the, the feedback first. Uh-huh. I, I think that we should do like 
when we have an episode that we know we can talk a lot about, uh-huh. we should do like a three-hour one yeah. and do this. Yeah, that's a great just idea. Just get shitty drunk. Yeah. Well, I know the dog barked once, so that would be that's four, four drinks, drinks right which there. I'll take as four shots. Yeah, I know I've had a few sniffles, and I've swore at least four times. I'd say Diablo three hasn't been mentioned except for this, right? Right. right. Okay. I played which, Diablo which, which three the we other day. Counted. Has there been a five minute section where Will hasn't said anything? Probably. I think so. At least yeah. two. Once, twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I approve. Actually, we'll maybe we'll post that on on our on our website page like for it. those that want to take part in the thumbstick athletes drinking game. There's yeah. a, there's a sniffle. Drink. You know we should we should really make that like a set time. Like if we know something's coming up, let people know ahead of time. Yeah. And that way they can prepare themselves to do the drinking challenge along with us when they listen. There you go. I think that's that's where we need to head with. Yeah. That. Agreed. Uh, also, the other thing I noticed in there, he didn't have anything for Corey. True. I don't like that. You could uh, you could take half a sip every time I say um. <laughs> half, half a sip. Yeah. <laughs> I get pretty messed up. Yeah, but I'd like him to add something in there for Corey. Yeah, yeah. Let us know next for next week's feedback. Yeah. Something, something for Corey. Um, in the other part, he said, "Go Ravens." I actually like the Ravens. I always root yeah. for the Ravens. If, well, the Bills are always out of it, but I always root for the Ravens because I like uh, Ed Reed. Yeah, I never minded the Ravens. Either. Ray Lewis, even though he's a murderer, <laughs> they're my is. AFC team. So. He is one of my favorite players right. in the league because he's just intense, motherfucker. Yeah, what whatever happens off the field, I don't really give a shit Neither about. Neither do I. Except for Des Bryant on the Cowboys. Did you hear what he did? Yeah, beat up his mom. Beat his mom up. What? Yeah. Like, how big of a piece of shit do you have to be to do that? Yeah, no kidding. She probably tried to serve him chunky soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. that's probably it. She probably did. Is is Joe Flacco on the Ravens? Yes, yes. he's the quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I hate that guy. He, you know what he's got, Corey? He's got that weenie factor about him yes. that Drew Bledsoe he's, always had. He's such factor. a little weenie. Just a weenie. You know he's a good player, though. Oh, and I'm sure he's a great guy. Eh, he, he went to wants... Delaware University, for God's sake. Oh, so he's a total weenie. Total weenie. I know nothing about Delaware University exactly. or the Ravens or Joe Flacco other than the way he looks. He's a weenie. Do they still have Jamal Lewis as a running back? No, he's been retired for years Oh, really? Years now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ray Rice. Oh, that's right. Okay, Ray just, Rice and, and Ricky Williams was on their team yeah, last year. Ray Rice just got extended for four or five years. Oh, good. He was, uh, yeah, I he's forgot about him. He's a great player. Yeah. I like the Ravens a lot, actually. Yeah, I have no problem. I like their colors, too. They're different. Black, Pur- purple black and, and black. Black and purple looks, it looks good. It looks cool. great. It looks great, yeah. Yeah, I got no problem. No issue I, with the Ravens. I don't want to talk about football anymore because I am so excited for yeah. this season. Not much longer, buddy. Oh, eight days till training camp. Oh, beautiful. God, I can't beautiful. Wait. So yeah, we appro- Jacob, we approve of the drinking game, and we'll po- we'll post it on the website uh, uh, on our show notes. I think and we'll give you a heads up before we're actually gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah we'll let you know at the beginning of the episode that we're gonna be taking part. Is that what you mean, right? Well, I we should probably like come up with something where we can talk about it and then let them know a couple weeks ahead of time. Yeah, that that's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah, that's a good idea. That way, you know, they can prepare. Yeah. Okay. Physically maybe, and emotionally. Maybe we'll do a live one that time. That'd be awesome. Because we could do, we, we have the technology to do, do we? that. Yeah, we should do that. We were going to do it. I think we we're going to start doing that last year. But I can't believe that we can say that we were doing this last year already. I know it's it weird. was late last year. I think I just got a little bit of a chub when you said that. <laughs> little little chub, 
your uh, chub. your chub is full for staff. Lack of a better word, rubbing off on me. Uh. <laughs> oh god! All right, one more piece of things got a little homoerotic in here, didn't they? <laughs> Just a little bit. It's a little hot in here. Uh, Ravens, Ravens football. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hitting. Uh, Michael Nelson asks, "Worst game you've ever played?" I saw Ooh, him post a, that, and yeah. I, oh, man, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this one because I am very careful with this generation on games that I buy. So it wasn't anything from this generation that I would have really, really disliked. I would have to say probably Final Fantasy XI, just because I couldn't play it for more than like three days without, and I didn't even like it the three days that I played it. That's a good pick, Dan. Uh, there was no time that I liked the game. As I said, I'm a lot more careful now. I make sure that I either try a demo or it's a it's a game that I know I'm going to like before I buy it, usually. So that's probably the worst game I've played is Final Fantasy XI. You know, since you mentioned that, I can think, like, Final Fantasy Thirteen was one I just played and hated every second of. Yeah. Um, Thirteen Two was a little bit better. Still had its problems. But, yeah, I would say, at least for this generation, I would have to go with Final Fantasy Thirteen. Right. Um, because like you, you know, you're very careful with what you buy. Yeah. Um, and that was one, you know, I wasn't sure about, but I've always been a Final Fantasy fan, so I got it. Give um, it a try. I, I don't know if it was the worst I've ever played, but it was definitely a, a big letdown. Yeah. I'm sure there's a game in there that I played that I hate uh, that I hated more than Final Fantasy XI. I just cannot remember it because I, I didn't play either. it for very long. The only things that are coming to my mind are games that I don't like that everybody else likes. Yeah. So it would be like Diablo, right? Super Smash Brothers. Those are the, the the first two that came to mind. Yeah, you know Diablo three would probably be up there pretty good too, as another like letdown purchase. Yeah, I bought it and I liked it my first playthrough, but I, sure. after that, I I don't have any desire to play it anymore. And I've I've been following all the issues. It's been there's a. On Gaming Blend, it's an offshoot of Cinema Blend. There's a, a writer there called William Usher, who really is the only one who's covering all of, like the the problems with the Real Money Auction House. Yeah, um, he has some. If if you're interested in it, he has some great articles about it and like all the exploits and stuff people are using and how how people are uh, contacting the FBI because they're losing money through the service and stuff like that. Um, they'll sell something and never get the money for it and just weird exploits and stuff like that. That's happening. And, huh. And and apparently, you know, it's it's kind of a mess. Sad shape. Yeah. Can you direct message me that link, Corey? Me? Yeah. Just go to cinemablend.com and click on gaming. Okay. There's bound. There's like at least he usually posts at least one a day about the issues with Diablo three. Okay. Huh. That's crazy because you really don't hear about that from anyone else. I mean, no, and that's why I think it's great he's covering. Like people write in the comments, like, "Oh, this is slander. You're you're destroy. You're trying to destroy Blizzard single handedly," and it's like. No, I'm I'm reporting on what nobody else is reporting on. Yeah, because uh, most of the stuff he pulls is stuff that's on forums and stuff like that. Right. I feel like Blizzard as a company is kind of condescending to the gamer anyway, so I think they get they deserve, you know, some negative. Oh, definitely. Negative and there's press. so many fanboys to defend them. Like yeah. somebody's got to balance that out. Yeah, I still don't get the whole World of Warcraft thing. I really don't. No. Well, we were we were everquesters. I mean. For us to see a game like World of Warcraft, it's like, well, I mean, EverQuest is doing all this stuff first, so. Yeah. You can have, like, a 70 IQ and still do really well in World of Warcraft. <laughs> you know? 
Yep. Okay. Uh, Will, what about you? I was trying to think of that. Trying to think of a game that I hated that I played. And the only one I could think of for this generation is Rage. Rage. Okay. Did not enjoy that game at all. I still have your Rage, by the way. You want it back? I should probably give it another shot. Yeah, definitely. You know, another game that I just thought of that, like, you guys all love, and I tried playing it at least three times, was uh, Fallout 3. Uh-huh. Was it because you didn't like it, or you just didn't want to sink the time into it? I, I was bored with it. Okay. But I know you've told me before it starts really slow. Yeah, it does. Nope. No. That's a game you have to sink a lot of hours into to get to 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 get into yeah, it. I don't. I, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, Rage. I think. I mean, if I had, I wrote in my review for Rage that I thought if I had spent sixty bucks on it, I would have been disappointed by it. But because I borrowed it from you, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, it the game was was I thought was good, not great. Well, I mean, yeah, if you had paid ten dollars for it, which oh is what yeah, it costs now. Yeah, really. now it's ten or fifteen bucks. It's it's well worth it. Uh, it's not. It's one of those games. that's not worth the sixty dollar new game price, but because it's only it only took me like twelve hours to beat it. Uh, and, and you know, you can't go into that game thinking you're going to get Fallout because it's it's nothing not, like yeah, Fallout. Not even close. So, okay. Uh, anything else? I, anyone want to add on worst games ever played? No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll report back on that. Once yeah. I'm yeah, ready. I'll have to think. I, I'll try and think of uh, maybe some older generation games that I played that I didn't like. But like, like I said, at this point, if I didn't like it, I probably only played it for half an hour and it just went out of my brain, you know. With the exception of Final Fantasy XI, because I'm still sour about that. But you know. All right, and our last piece of feedback is from our website, actually says, kind of unrelated to the topic I'm posting to, but I just realized an awesome way to combine two of my favorite games, Skyrim and Final Fantasy VI. I was checking out forums, and I noticed some fellers made add-ons using Link as their inspiration. It got me thinking. The biggest issue I have with games nowadays is playing them over and over and not getting tired of them. I had that with games like Baseball Stars and Final Fantasy VI. I came to realize it is derived from a lack of immersion. Due to my MMO playing, I developed a bit of a power gamer persona, doing everything I can to complete all that I can with everything unlocked. This thought process can kill a can kill a gamer. Gamers will to return to very good games. Final Fantasy One must be six. Was so awesome because I was immersed into the story, and Skyrim is so open that it makes it difficult to get into the game because the character is defined by you, the gamer. Being bad at developing characters, I chose a game that had a good char- good character development. Boom, I I'm playing Skyrim again and loving it. I made Strago so far. I plan on playing every major character, good and bad, from Final Fantasy VI. It makes me oh, it gives me a basis to play the game differently every time while maintaining a character just a very long just a very long thought to share with all of you rabbit your rabid fans long live live long and play skyrim chris manchild finkelstein henry <laughs> thank you for that chris i had never thought of that that actually um making like a game from or making a character in a newer game from a classic game like that i mm-hmm. was thinking the same thing i'd never thought of that's a good idea that is a great idea uh, what I will do is I'll make like um, I'll make uh, my characters from MMORPG. I'll make in a different game. Like I made 
a couple different versions of Pomnail, who was my character in in the Old Republic. But I won't. I've never taken like an actual uh, developed character from a different game and put them in a in a newer game. You know, I think that's a that's a great idea. And it, it's it's kind of interesting that he says that because I didn't I didn't read the whole feature, but it, it was I forget where it was posted. Might have been Gama Sutra uh, article posted on Gama Sutra last week two weeks ago maybe uh-huh. how role-playing really extends the life of mmos yeah um and how those little touches and you know when players really get into their characters it, it makes the game you know sort of come to life and, and give it longevity and i think that's that's kind of what he's touching on because he builds these characters and he has like built-in role-playing right that, that he gets to do um so that's kind of cool yeah i agree yeah you know? It kind of makes you wonder, like, what is it? What is it about role playing that does that for people? I mean, is it just? I don't know. Just gives it replay value by by taking on different characters. I, I guess I don't know, but yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of do that, but in games like Skyrim, I kind of create my own, not necessarily backstory, but I create my own like kind of circumstances of the game, like. My most recent character that I played as, I, I played as a, a thief type character, and I, I didn't uh, didn't do anything really, like too horribly bad other than steal. And then I found a dog in the game, and my dog was killed by bandits. So my character kind of went on a crusade against bandits because you know they had killed my dog. Uh, and then I ended up joining the Dark Brotherhood because killing bandits, you know, I kind of flicked a switch in my character's head that made you uh, evil yeah it made me kind of evil that's what i'm doing with my new skyrim character too yeah it's sort of same thing yeah so so i, I started like a new one i'm doing my doing doing a little uh role playing in that in that sense and it, do, it does make it feel more immersive definitely so yeah that'll do it for feedback Corey, yeah. still with us yeah okay because the the monitor keeps freezing so i was just making sure all right, news. Uh, Will, why don't you get started with news? Okay. Uh, my article is on Kotaku. The next Xbox should embrace Microsoft's PC roots. It's written by Lofe. Uh, things have changed since the last generation of consoles were launched. PC gaming has changed. Piracy still makes it look lesser to the platform developers, but access to the broadband has kickstarted a whole digital distribution thing that has made platforms much more profitable as well. Services like Steam show that PC gaming is still very much alive and worthwhile. Agreed. Microsoft has big stakes in this. The company is synonymous with PC gaming due to Windows being the main operating system, 90% in 2011, for PCs. I think Microsoft should take advantage of this position and use the PC to strengthen their next-gen consoles, consoles experience and vice versa. This could give them the advantage in the upcoming console war that they so desperately crave. First off, they need to design the 720 in such a way that porting its games to the PC is easier. If the porting process is smoother, the PC ports work a lot better. A good port is the best anti-piracy measure, measure there is. Second, they need to integrate their services better. Games for Windows Live is an absolute turd, while they have much better services running on their Xbox. Offering a uniform service across both platforms, in general getting rid of bad software like GFWL, makes crossing over from one platform to the other a better experience. The third combination of the two... The third is the combination of the two. There's a lot of money to be made in the indie gaming scene, and Xbox isn't doing enough to respond to that. Due to mismanagement, Xbox Live Arcade isn't the home of indie games. It could be on every PC indie game goes to Steam instead of Microsoft stuff. 
by making porting from Xbox to PC easier and having a decent content delivery system that doesn't put the indie games out of sight. But but Microsoft and independent developers could make a profit. And I remember there being an article a while back, uh, I think I did, was Microsoft is charging people to put their games on Xbox Live Arcade, the indie games, making it more than they have to pay out instead of putting it on PlayStation and Steam. Right. So they're kind of pushing away the indie game. Um, That's not good. That goes very well with my news article. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. But we'll wait. You sure? Well, I mean, do you want... I can... If you want, if, yeah, if it's very similar to mine, I, go for I it. I just tweeted the article. Um, it's from Kotaku. Um, it's called Fez Won't Be Fixed Because Microsoft Wants a Ton of Money. Um, I, they must have just decided to do this um, before we went to recording tonight. But um, the makers of Fez, Polytron, released a statement saying that they're re-releasing the patch that they took off because of all the issues. Yeah. Um, and basically they're doing it because... If they wanted to release a new patch, Microsoft was going to charge them like tens of thousands of dollars what? to recertify the game. Wow! Um, so they they released this this statement, and you should really read it. I feel bad for them. They said basically that the patch only affected like one percent of the people that played the game, so uh-huh. they felt like in the long run it wasn't that big of a deal, right? Because they were going to get charged so much, and they actually said in here that they pay microsoft like you were saying to be microsoft exclusive yeah instead of them getting paid to be exclusive with microsoft right which well, is and, ridiculous and, and why would they do that because they would just release it on steam or exactly i don't understand <laughs> i have no idea it's just probably one of those things where like oh sweet we're gonna be on the xbox live arcade that's right. gonna be awesome yeah and now they're probably like well shit yeah because they said in here we owe them a ton of money already we didn't want to owe them any more money right how shitty is that? That is kind of shitty. That sucks. Because I feel like yeah, uh, it's go ahead. It's it's one of those things though that that is so shitty. It sounds like there's another side to the story. Probably somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then Microsoft I mean, will probably say Fez something. Was... Uh oh, sorry, buddy. You there? Uh, hello. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. You guys keep cutting it out, so I can't really hear what you're saying. Who is anyone on the uh, internet? Tyler. Am I what? Are you on the internet? Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. What's up? My bad. I'll pause it. <laughs> Are we downloading a video or something? No, it's those games that I bought. They're installing on my computer. Oh, Eric. There you Sorry, go. Sorry, dude. God's sakes. Yeah, I hardly heard anything that Will was saying. Okay. With his article, I heard what Eric was saying though. I just kept cutting in and out, so I couldn't really make. Okay, sense they're, they're of it. paused. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Go on. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, Jesus. I can't hear you guys at all. We're not talking. I hear go ahead. A word every ten seconds. Oh. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> they're paused. I promise you. I'm using Wi-Fi too, so I'm not even or not. I'm not using Wi-Fi. I'm using 3G. So I actually set the priority on my router for the two desktops, but apparently it's not going my way. Huh? Okay. Voice over IP. Yeah. No, it's a priority. 
<laughs> Brutal. Yeah. So, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think you're right. The 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 Xbox, I think to be successful for the next generation because I think of the popularity of indie games. I think they need to more embrace the indie game type mm-hmm. of thing or else Steam's just going to run run away with it. But I think I mean part of it too is maybe they want to be able to have if they're if they want to make their next console closer to a PC, maybe they'll ha- be able to have Steam actually on the the Xbox. That would be amazing. That would yeah. be incredible. Yeah, I agree. I do think that would be sweet too. Oh, God, I would spend so much money. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Especially with the Steam Summer Sales going on. And then yeah. not only that, but all the games you already bought, you could play on your Xbox, yeah. which I think would be sweet, too. That would be great. Yeah. The perfect console. Absolutely. I can't even imagine. I'd be the happiest man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't leave the house. I mean, already as it is, it's a lot easier to port a game from PC to Xbox 360 as opposed to porting it from PC to PS3 mm-hmm. because the hardware is similar, but... You know, it's it's different enough that it still requires some work. But if they made it almost identical, which they could do, because I guess Windows 8 is supposed to be pretty close to the Xbox 720 operating system. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Which, incidentally, I have the Windows 8 thing on my phone. When I jailbroke it, I downloaded it. Oh, did you? Yeah. And? It's pretty cool. Oh, are you talking about Windows 8 or Windows Phone 8? It's probably Windows Phone 8, okay, but the, it's, it's kind of similar. With the tiles that you can resize and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that seems pretty sweet. But anyway. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll do my, my news because Corey seems to have disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working out the kinks of the... Uh... Hey. You with us? Are we back now or what's going on? Yeah, I think we're okay now. I think so. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you do your your news I article? Just got out there. Do your, do your news article. Okay. I can't, can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Should we hang up and redial? See if that does anything? I wonder if I can... Should be... Dis- I shut Steam down completely, so that shouldn't be doing anything. I wonder if I can disconnect from the internet with my computer. Hmm. I definitely need a new router, though. Because that's the problem. I'm gonna kick Time Warner's ass. My, well, it's not. It's not their fault now. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm still gonna. Okay. Because they they fixed their uh their the problems on their end. Uh, Should we? Nah, never mind. Okay, I'm disconnected from the internet now too. All right, I'll do my news article. Uh, my news article is on GameStop.com or GameSpot. I'm sorry. I always get those two confused. It's called uh, "The Trend Is to Overexploit Gamers," says Witcher developer. Witcher, Witcher developer. It's by Eddie McCutch. Uh, CD Projekt Red co-founder Marcine Winsky claims that publishers will lose business by constantly charging for DLC. That they stand to benefit from stand to benefit from offering free add-ons. And I got a couple quotes from the from uh, the co-founder of CD Projekt Red, Marcin Iwinski, who says, quote, sadly, I see the industry trending towards over-exploiting the gamer, he said. And I think this will come back to the publishers that are doing that, and eventually people will stop buying their stuff. Uh, elsewhere in the interview, oh, the, the, I should say the interview was on Gamasutra, too. Um, it was a long interview. Uh, 
a good one too. It said elsewhere in the interview, Owenski opened up on its relationship with Atari, the company that handled publishing duties for the original PC exclusive Witcher. He said, quote, when we had that publishing deal, we went to the publisher and said, so we have this idea where where we make all this stuff, all this new content, and you don't pay anything for it. We give it away for free. How about that? The publisher went all big-eyed and said, whoa, let's charge $10, 10 euro. But we believe that would that we would sell more units if we put it all out for free. And he goes on to talk about the fact that, you know, they, they kind of re-released the game as the Witcher Enhanced Edition with everything on it. Um, I guess you could download that the the stuff, but they sold it like a ton of copies of the enhanced edition, um, you know. Afterwards, because you know a lot of the a lot of players had gotten the 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 downloadable content for free. Uh-huh. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that. I mean, obviously, there's there's you know the modern warfare map packs and the you know the battlefield three map packs and all that stuff. And I mean, do you think that uh, that the the publishers and developers would uh, would get some uh, some goodwill with the gamers by by releasing stuff for free and you know because I I'm a big fan of CD Projekt Red I like the fact that they don't have any DRM in their games I like them even more that they're not going to ever charge for downloadable content too so they seem yeah. to really stand out amongst like the other companies that yeah. make that charge for all this and yeah absolutely that's good for them yeah I mean obviously I think everybody would be for that yeah. yeah. When you're already paying an arm and a leg for a freaking game, like yeah. and taking a chance that so you might not like it, right. like I did with MLB The Show. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think they should. That that do does it for free. That's bullshit. Create create goodwill. He says, you know, that, yeah, that that you know, a lot of the business model for newer games and and developers is to exploit, you know, yeah, people wanting to get the latest and greatest map packs. And I do think that is kind of exploitive. And people and like me. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, but he he seems to be tired of it, which is which is good. I'm yeah. So I will always support CD Projekt Red. That's yeah. I wish more people would think like that, but it's a fucked up world we live in. So yep. Agreed. They won't. How's things on your end, Corey? I I I heard some of what you were saying. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard I heard some of what you were saying. A lot of it sounded like you were going through a tunnel, though. <laughs> um. But that's something we talk about a lot on this podcast, and I think it's just, you know, the times in which we live, the the changing industry. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, like so many games are going free to play for that very reason. It gets gets people in the door, and then they charge them for microtransactions. Um, but when when you still get a game like The Witcher, and like you said, they have all that free stuff. Um, I mean, I think it definitely fosters goodwill towards the company. And I mean that's that's all good press too. I mean yeah. just to, just to come out and say that um, people will remember. Oh, these guys are awesome. And when they come out with their next game, you know yeah. whether it's sixty dollars or whatever, people are going to look at it. Yeah. So I mean, there's it's definitely good that they're saying that, but um, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it'll make a difference. No, I think you're right. But however, you know th- they're coming out with cyberpunk game and then they're probably coming out with another witcher game both of which i'm going to buy without even thinking about it you know be, just because i've loved the witcher and the witcher 2 and uh you know i like that there's no drm that's a that's a huge thing for me uh so i'll always support that and then they're not charging for dlc they're giving free add-ons so uh without question i will buy their next two games they're least. also in a little bit of a situation though they're not in the the, the rat race that is 
the American games industry. I mean, they right. they sell their games here, but their company is based in Poland. In Poland, and I'm not sure how that works. I mean, if people pirate here, can they? Can the developers in Poland sue? I don't even think they care about pirating. I really don't. I want to well, say I, mean, I read I mean, s- somewhere that they they're they're unconcerned with pirating. Well, for the same reason that I they, I think they're of the mind or that there's at, nothing at you least, can do about it. Right. Yeah. And and I think that's a good mindset to be, but it's part of the reason they're in that mindset because there's nothing they can do about it anyway. Because of because their company is based in Poland, right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good analogy for that, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. No, I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my guess is that oh, well, there's a drink. What is it? I don't know. Two drinks. I don't know. I think was was it two or three? Two. Two. two? Okay. I did because that one was connected with me swearing. I think which was two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think. I, yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought <laughs> when I came, when I brought up the drinking game. I wanted to say something before my five minutes passed by. Oh, uh, okay. So that's why <laughs> I said cool. Are you timing it? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. Great. Corey, what do you got? I mean, it helps that they make good games too. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Definitely, if the games weren't good, I probably I wouldn't buy. Well, I don't know. I might still buy them. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> another thing that they're going to fuck over is how much loyalty the gamers can have. Yeah. It's almost like um, somebody that's very loyal to their sports team. Like gamers are very loyal. Yeah. Like Diablo fans, and yeah. you know what I mean. And they're going to ruin that. Yeah. Not this company, obviously, but other companies. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Companies with established franchise that that milk start yeah. that are starting to milk people. Yeah. I think Diablo three probably ruined a lot of people. Yep. Um, yeah. With yeah. the botched launch and mm-hmm. and all the crap that's going down now with the the auction house. Absolutely, and that's why. Uh, who's the owner of Activision Blizzard? Vivendi. Uh, yeah, they're trying um, to ditch Activision they're trying Blizzard. To sell. And I think I think that might be a good move at this point, you know. Yeah. Microsoft was rumored uh, as a potential buyer. Yeah. Who knows if that'll happen? But I mean, all it takes really to get on the side of good game. I mean, yeah, you can say stuff like this, but really, what it comes down to is, do you make good games that people want to play? Right. CD Projekt Red does. Yep. Um, they don't need to say this stuff, and the fact that they are is just, you know, yeah, a plus one. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. Whereas Blizzard doesn't really make good games and is milking the, the gaming population. In my in my opinion, can. Uh, so I, I actually didn't mind StarCraft two. I don't know if they're milking StarCraft two or not, but probably not. I would say the, the extent of the other two games, right. major games. Yeah, I think World of Warcraft they're milking their their player base, and obviously Diablo three they're milking their player base. The teeth running dry. <clears throat> yeah, I hope so. Well, I'm not sure if we talked about it, but I mean the the Diablo three was built with the idea of um, people who played World of Warcraft would abandon their World of Warcraft subscription to play Diablo 3. Yeah. So the real money auction house was added as a way to recover the lost subscription fees from World of Warcraft. Oh, really? That's lame. Yeah, and I mean, that's 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 the theory anyway. Um, right. And I mean, look, look what's come because of it. And what other... Oh, so some other company came out and said... A real money, I think it was Borderland. Uh, the Gearbox guys said a real money auction house is a potential for Borderlands 2. Huh. I don't so, like that. I, I hate that. 
Just leave it the fuck we'll alone. We'll see. I'll still play it, but I'm I'm not going to have anything to do with because I don't have anything to do with the one in, in Diablo. I don't care about it. It's not something that interests me. Yeah, uh, but the, the problem is is you can't have you can't have the ecosystems coexist. You can't have the real money and the, the fake money because, again, this is all, um, most of the stuff I read is from William Usher on Gaming Blend, so I highly recommend that you that you read some of his articles. But right. he points out, like, just the, the spiral that people get into um, when they get, like, a great item and they realize they can get money for it, like, real-world money for it. So all of a sudden, the time they spent playing this game can I mean if if you're of the mind that time is money, you can recover that time you spent by getting real money for this item that you found. Yeah. And so few people are at least people who just play casually are of the mind like you know, I, I I'm gonna play this only for the game aspect of it, not for real money. And everybody who's hardcore about it feels differently. You know, it's like I can I can recover the time I spent by farming these items and, you know, uh flipping items and, and basically playing a stock market sim as opposed to a video game. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a weird mentality to have, I think. Yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I play games for the enjoyment, not... Like, I don't look at it as lost time. No. Uh, well, no, no, but, like, if you're playing... I don't know, what's a game you play a ton of? FIFA. Oblivion. Okay. No, so Morrowind. It would be Morrowind. Okay, so you spent thousands of hours playing Morrowind. Yeah. Thousand plus, you said? Oh, yeah, easy. Okay. <laughs> That's a ton of hours, by yeah. the way. But anyway, I mean, you do that, and you get to a certain point when you're playing, and all of a sudden the, the cool items you can collect can get you real money. Yeah. I feel like for... You don't, you don't think you'd put them up? Uh, I, I I don't I wouldn't take the stance that oh I've spent all these hours playing that game I need to recover those hours because time is money it would be more like you know if I can make myself thirty bucks selling why a sword not? why not it's beer money or pizza money mm. you know it's not so much well, the, I mean, the lost I, I, time aspect of it <clears throat> yeah I guess I guess the reasoning behind it is beside the point but the fact is is if you can get that money you're gonna do it right yeah probably yeah yeah and that that's the mindset that these Diablo three people are in. Okay. Yeah, the, if you're going to be playing it so much anyway, you might as well make money off of it. Might as well make a few bucks on the side. Although the only problem with that is is the game is not, like, it's work to play it that much, I think. Whereas I never looked at playing Morrowind as work. I loved every minute I played in that game, you know? I mean, it <clears> isn't. It isn't. I sold one item in the Real Money Auction House, and Ooh. it was just something I had, and I was just like, ah, oh, let's just see if this will sell. And it did. Um... And, how and then, you... I mean, on the other side of it, people buy items from the gold auction house just to sell them on the real money auction house. Right. And, I mean, that kind of ruins the experience for everybody who doesn't want to play with the real money auction house because they have this this essentially, like, skewed market because people are buying their items from the gold auction house and just selling them, them on the real money auction house. I feel like that's... you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, that's stupid. I don't know. That's the way it is, man. How many drinks for Diablo 3 talk? One, I one, think. One drink. Just one? Okay. Just drinks, curious so. in case you're keeping that was track. Pa- that was paired with your sniffles. Uh, yeah, I've had... <laughs> I'm, I'm out of control with the sniffles. I'd be shitty drunk right now. Just like <laughs> lying on the floor. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. Me neither. Okay. Corey, <laughs> why don't you do your news article? I don't have a news article per se. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Ouya. Oh, yeah. 
Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was <laughs> one of my tweets from uh, last week, but since I was on, I didn't get to talk about it for my news. Right. So I figured I'd throw it to you guys and say, how do you feel about an Android-based console? I love it. Same here. Yep. I will buy really? one. I, yeah, I heard they're supposed to come out in March 2013. I think March is the release. 2013 yeah. is the uh, target date, but okay. who knows if that'll happen? They still have a lot of work. I guess they have a prototype of yeah. the device already, uh-huh. um, and they just need to, you know, uh, test it out with some engineers until they get the the final uh, design and everything, and, and get it manufactured and, and shipped out. So, yeah. I think it was pretty unanimous that we would all get one. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I just I I have a hard time asking myself like, what Android game am I dying to play? Right. No. There there is that, but I th- I think they're the the way they're trying to go with it is I think they wanted to be a platform for a lot of indie games. Yep. And that's that seemed to be the direction they wanted to take it. Uh, another thing is is the customizability of it. You know, you, really you could do anything with it. Uh, any any. Anything that's on Android, you can do. You'll be able to do on that console. So I think that's that's another good thing, you know. Yep. And it's only ninety nine. It's, it's only ninety nine bucks. Right. That was that was my thing behind it, and that's why I think the Wii sold so well is that, that it was just cheap enough that you could kind of pick it up just to have. Right. You know, because it was kind of new and cool, and it was only what two hundred and fifty when it came out. Yeah. Two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. Um, and it's like, well, you know, compared to the other consoles, that that's fairly cheap. People yeah. seem to be having fun with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the difference. Yeah, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jinx. Well, the difference is that I, I I think the the Android console it will will have a lot more capabilities right out of the box than than we you know. It took a while for for the Wii to to get Netflix and all that different stuff. Whereas this is, you know, anything that's on Android will work on this system. So. Sure. No, but I just still I still feel like at the same time, like yeah, it's only hundred bucks. Yeah, it's customizable. But what what Android games are out there that I'm just dying to play on it? You right. Know? Well, I know Minecraft is on it, or Minecraft will be on it when it comes out. I guess so. That's mm-hmm. one. But but Minecraft for Android is a totally different experience than mine, and and a much lesser experience than Minecraft for consoles and do you and, think uh, PC or do you think it'll be different? Do you think it'll be better? Because it is kind of uh, a well, console. I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, somebody tweeted from, I think it was, uh, what's his name there? Notch, the Minecraft guy, tweet, tweeted, like, it, it's it's a, it, it's more or less a shitty experience on Android, Minecraft. Right. right. As okay. is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And in, in, in those kind of games, like, a lot of those games are more suited for my iPhone, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I think... Know, I guess... Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say if it takes if it really takes off and sells like gangbusters, then there's that install base and maybe it'll draw more developers to yeah. making uh better Android games yeah. for use with the gamepad because that's the big thing like their gamepad is uh you know supposed to be the next coming. It's pretty sweet but looking. Who knows? And yeah, it's I mean, supposed to have a built-in touchscreen, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that because of the success of the Kickstarter, I think there is a lot of people that wanna that wanna get into it. And really anything I read on the like forums, everyone's like, Yeah, I mean I'll I'll definitely get one of these. It's only a hundred bucks. Uh really there's a lot you can do with it. At the very least it's a you know, it'll be a Roku. You and know? like what do you have to lose? Right. 
Yeah, at the very least, you, you know, you have a, a Roku, a Roku yeah. box. Corey, which, like that's I how much said, those are. Why do you want to die with no debt? <laughs> yeah, but you can only get a certain amount of debt before they stop giving you. They'll give debt. you a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> they will. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like my my first reaction was, yeah, well, why not? Um, hundred bucks, Android-based console, got a controller. Sounds great, but at the same rate, I, I still feel like you know, un- until there's something I really want to play on there, I guess there's really no reason to have it. Yeah. Well, like Dan said, it, it at very least could be a Roku box, which is something I would love to have in my bedroom. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I kind of already have that. I mean, I plug my PC into my TV. And eh, I'd rather whatever. just have the the box there. Yeah. Personally. That you can the get box your, is smaller. Your Netflix and your Hulu Plus. I would on. love that. Or what have you? Yep. HBO yep. Go. Okay. Is that everything, Gory? That's all I got. All right. Let's get let's get right into what we played. If I had music, I'd say we'd take a break. But <laughs> unless you, everyone wants, well, I gotta to... go to the bathroom. So you, you guys can get started. Okay. We'll want. Right back. Okay. We'll want you get started. What'd you play? Um, played a lot more 3DS. Mario Kart 7 unlocked all the characters for that. Nice. Still playing it. Trying to get three stars in every cup. Okay. So, that's my new challenge for that. Um, played a lot of Pokemon White. Uh, Pokemon Soul Silver too. I just got that in the mail. But I've been playing a ton of Pokemon White, and as of right now, I think it might be my favorite Pokemon game. Okay. Nice. I don't know if it's just because it's different, and I've played the other ones so much, and I just know everything. Right. And this one's different, and I'm experiencing a whole different side of Pokemon. Okay. A whole new world. But that's fun. Uh, but what I played the most is in Skyrim, I started a new character. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to make a sneak character, because that's what everyone said. That is, like, the most fun way to yeah. play the game. So, you know, sneak, archery, daggers, and stuff like that. So yeah. I made Woody the Wood Elf. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Wood Elf, because I guess it's the best sneak abilities and that type of stuff the uh-huh. thievery basically yeah so i started woody the wood elf got into the world there's a lot of stuff i didn't pick up in the beginning i didn't realize that Ulfric was in the cart with you to be yeah. assassinated yeah i didn't know that i didn't realize when you're escaping the dragon that you can either go to the Stormcloak door or the imperial door i didn't yeah. pick up on that <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff in the beginning and pick up on. Hmm. Yeah. But I haven't even started the main quest line. I got to Riverwood and went right to Riften for the Thieves Guild and started off there. And today, actually, I had beat the Thieves Guild main story, returned the skeleton key. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. The Thieves Guild one is up there with my favorite storyline. Yeah. It was a pretty cool storyline because they built it up that you have to kill this Carlia because she's the bad guy and you know betrayed the Thieves Guild, but really she was the one that was honorable to the thieves guild yeah so that was really awesome and you know how you were just talking about you know having a character you know the bandits killed your dog so you became dark and stuff like that i'm yeah. kind of doing that i'm gonna do the dark brotherhood nice now because it's, it's cool because how i have it is i have the nightingale armor on so my yeah. character is really really like dark and yeah you know kind of looks evil yeah and i'm starting to kill more people instead of saving them like i would or just steal from them like i would when i started right how do you feel about playing like combat wise, playing a stealth character way better. Yeah, isn't it? I didn't mind using magic as much as much people uh, like everybody else didn't like it, but sneaking around and like doing the fifteen times in damage and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's so much more fun. I like being able to just sneak around enemies if I don't feel like fighting. Yep. 
and using a bow from a distance to take out guys. Oh, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot better. That's, We're that's... talking Skyrim, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I started my wood elf character. Yeah, that's the that's way to play. That's the way to play the sneak sneak style character. Yeah, and that's what everybody said, so that's why I did it. And yep. I'm at, like, I think I'm level 12 or 13. 12. When I saw you playing, you were at 12. 12? Was that today? Yeah. Yeah, I, obviously. I was at um, 9 when I started today. I really want to start a character, but I've been feeling the first-person shooters lately. Have you? Yeah. Getting into Battlefield and stuff? I want to. I played Halo Reach, but I'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting back into Skyrim. Cool. Fun, fun game. Right. But other than that, I don't think I played anything. Okay. I'll go next. Um, the only thing I re- – well, one of the things – the main thing I played was Star Wars The Old Republic because it was free for a week. So I, play, I played that quite a bit. I started a new character, an Imperial Agent, Ooh. which I played during the demo or the beta. That's what I played. Um, yeah, it's a female, female uh, uh, cyborg, actually, character. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, named her Adexa. Sexy, I like it. I like that yeah, name, yeah. Very, very sexy. Um, I really, really enjoy the game, though. I feel I, it's terrible that the games get you know that the developers laying off a bunch of people and whatnot, because um, it is a really sweet game. Uh, it really is. I just wish they'd go free to play. I, I think it's time to go free to play. Yeah, I'll probably. Well, our server that we were on, Shadowhand, has like nobody on it right now. Really? Um, I maybe in my probably twelve hours playing, I saw three people probably. Oh really? Yeah, three other characters. Oh my god, that's but, crazy. Um, what they're doing is they're transferring. Like you're allowed to free free transfers to a more populated server. So our server wow. was the only one that had really light population. The rest were heavy or very heavy. So. Shadowhand for the well, win. Well, it's free to play to level fifteen, right? It is free to play to level fifteen, and and uh, veteran players got to play for. A week to see the new changes. Is I was actually just gonna ask: Is there any changes that really stood out to you? Um, apparently the group finder is is really good, but I I mean there was nobody I could have grouped with, so yeah. it wouldn't matter. So what's the point? Right. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't like seeing that. It's well, a little depressing. Yeah. Well, as I said, uh, you know, I'll probably end up transferring my characters to a more populated server. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you do that, because I'll do that too. I will. I'll let you know what server it is. What was our opinion of the game when it came out? I can never really I remember. I think we all really liked it. Yeah, we yeah. all loved it. Yeah. I know I did. It just pay, the monthly monthly fees are tough. I feel like that's kind of gone the way of the the dodo, if you will. Yeah, it, it, it's too much because especially at this point, like I can't play consistently enough to make it worth the fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm not making a lot of money, like I don't in the fall and winter and spring. So you can't really. <laughs> so you're right. I won't be. I won't be able to afford. Now I can afford the monthly fee, um, and it's fine. And I'll, I'll probably play more of the old Republic. But uh, yeah, the starting in like September, I won't be able to afford to pay for it anymore. Yeah. So. Depressing. But, but it's it's an awesome game. I really get, started to get into my character storyline, uh, even though it was one I had already played during the the beta. Uh, still very very interesting story. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I played, I got into the Planet Side Two beta. Oh, I've wanted to hear about Woo-hoo. this. Can't talk about it. Ah, non-disclosure agreement. But I did. I played a little bit yesterday. You can say whether you liked it, right? Um, no. I, I, I'm no, I can't. I can't say anything about it. Shit. But uh, I mean, totally off air. Yeah, hit the record button, Dan. We're all set here. <laughs> we're, we're we're done here. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, that's the only other thing I played. So, uh, tease. yeah, Corey, why don't you go ahead? He is a little tease, isn't he? <laughs> you guys keep cutting out again. It sucks. Sorry, Corey. Go ahead. I can't. Tyler's I can't bogging down right. with Facebook over here. Tyler, Tyler, close your laptop. You're an intern, for God's sake. <laughs> yes, you are. Damn it. You just minimized it. I saw you do it. I'm not fucking stupid. Tyler, you're ruining our podcast, man. God. Intern? Fucking go get us some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Corey. All right. I'll try. Can yeah. you hear me all right? Yeah, you sound fine over here. Oh, yeah. All right. So I played a couple games uh, recently released. The first one I played, this was, I would have talked about it last week, but since I wasn't on, I didn't get to. Um, but was it was Endless Space, which is a turn-based strategy 4X game, which we talked about today. Uh, developed by Amplitude Studios, came out actually July 4th. Huh. Um, and, you know, it's, as Dan said, it's a lot like, the only game I can compare it to, it's it's a lot like Master of Orion 2. Yeah. Um, I can't really compare it to Master of Orion because I don't think I ever played that. But it has, has the same kind of gameplay for the most part. You choose your sieve, you choose your galaxy type, you go in, you colonize uh, star systems, individual planets, you know, you terraform, you build buildings, um, you hire uh, leaders, I think, I think that's what they're called in the game, to run your colonies or pilot starships. Um, it, it has so much in common with, with the Master of Orion games. I did have a lot of fun with it, but at the same time, I, I saw somebody describe it as addictive but soulless. Yeah. And I, I really kind of agree with that, and and it took me the longest time to figure out why that could be, because it did have so much in common with Master Orion. But I think what it comes down to, and it's kind of a simple thing, but it's the, the animations. Um, the Master, or Master of Orion 2 had great alien, like when you're doing the going to the diplomacy screen to talk to other civilizations, they had great animations for the um, different species and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and there was just none of that. And the, the Galactic News Network would come on, and there'd be a cool little animation there. Um, so I guess, I guess what, it, and even like the art, the, this game was just spreadsheets, and when it, the only time there was like art was when it was in the combat. I'll get into a little bit, uh -huh. but it didn't. It didn't really have any of that extra flair that really kind of sutured you into the world, and you know, you felt like you were the master of this huge space civilization. Right. Um, but there were a couple things I really liked about it, and one of them was the kind of RPG elements because you get these leaders who, as I said, you could assign to colonies or spaceships, and they gain experience for every turn that you took, and they'd level up and you could put um, points into their ability skills, and each ability skill obviously influenced the, another part of their management skills. Um, so, like, I, you know, early on in the game, you'd get a leader, and you'd want to put points into their labor skill, because that influences, uh, I think, production and, like, which is, you know, industrial production and farming. Are you guys still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so, so, so I really like that, like, kind of RPG touch with the leaders. And I also really like the combat because one of the problems I had with Master Orion was that the combat was a little bit too much to manage um, when you do it live because you can uh, you can do it auto or do it manual. Yeah. And I never really figured out how to do it manual and do it well. 
But in this one, it's just, it's really short. I forget how long the battles are. I want to say, like, five minutes or something like that. But there's three phases, and for every phase, you pick a type of, uh, you, it, it's basically like choosing a card. So your ships come in, your ships are customized, you build all your own ships, um, your ships show up for battle, and then the first phase is the long-range phase, and each side picks a card. And depending on what card you pick, it can either cancel out the other person's card, be even with the other person's card, or the other person's card can cancel out yours. So, you know, the, there is a little bit of luck. If you pick the right card, your, your ships will do more damage than they should have anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun, but it's really short. There's just the long-range phase, the medium-range phase, and the melee phase. And, of course, for the long-range phase, missiles are more effective. For the medium-range phase, I think it's, I can't remember, beams, I think. And then for the melee phase, it's cannons. Um, so you want to obviously design your ships according to that. Okay. So that's fun. And the other thing that really stood out for me that I liked was the way the technology tree works. Because a lot of times you go to a planet and it would say, oh, there's a there's an, an, an anomaly on this planet, and that anomaly is whatever, like ice, because you're on an Arctic planet. Um, and it'll tell you what, what technology you need to uh, cancel that out. So you go into your tech tree, you can search for that technology, and it'll, uh, it'll bring it up, and all you have to do is press on it, and it'll give you the shortest path to that technology. Mm-hmm. Which is always really handy. Yeah, definitely. Because um, in Master of Ryan 2, you're kind of going at it blindly. You yeah. Know? Yeah, because there's a handful of ones that were super useful. A lot of them weren't necessarily useful. Uh, some were useful, you know, more useful like really early in the game. You know, they could help yeah. you out a lot, but later on in the game, they didn't matter that much. Definitely. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, it, it's, it's a great game and it is pretty addictive. It's easy to sit and play for like five hours, which I did the first time I played. Mm hmm. Um, but at the same time, I, I do think the soulless uh, is a good way to, to describe it. Okay. And I think it all comes down it, it all comes down to something as simple as art. Okay. You know, or lack thereof. And right. the first game I played was kind of unfortunate because I did uh, I picked my race and it was basically like a I forget what they were called now the peasants or, or pilgrims I think it was and they were like a good there was an evil human race and a good human race and that was the good human race. Uh -huh. Um. And I did random sifts for all the other ones, but I got the crate. I got two different versions of the Cravers, which are I forget what race it was in Master Orion, but the Cravers in Endless Space are the race that can't uh, have peace with any other nation. They have to always be at war with you. Ah. So I got cornered by two different Craver races, and it was just like constant war for me. And it wasn't wasn't that good of a first experience. Right. Um, but I did play again and made sure that didn't happen and got to do like the whole diplomacy thing and mm -hmm. all that. Um, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun for the most part. Um, I haven't really been drawn back to it, but yeah, that's one I really that's wanted to try. I, I would definitely recommend trying. I think, you know, I don't know if I would enjoy playing it. Probably, I'd probably enjoy playing it with other people. Um, but it's something you have to sink so much time into. Okay. But overall, it's it's very streamlined and simple, um, and and not I don't mean simple like there's not much going on because there's a lot going on. It's just presented to you more simply than it is in the other games. Like Sins of a Solar Empire was one that I played a lot of that yeah. was just really confusing. Um, and there's another one by uh, the same company. I can't remember the name of it now. There's one coming out called Legend of Pegasus. Ooh, that's okay. a, that's a new one that's coming out. Oh, I don't know later this year maybe. 
that's along those lines. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm always craving those games. Me too. Me too. Ever since Master of Orion 2. Actually, yeah. even the first one. Even the first yeah. one got me. Got me into that type of game. I kind of wish they could, you know, take take Master of Orion 2 and just put it into a mod for this game. Yeah. Um, because it does it does make things much more simple and easy to understand. Right. Sounds for the, cool. For the genre. Um, and the other game I played is a little game called Rainbow Moon. Mm-hmm. Not really sure how I feel about it. I never... I mean, it kind of... It kind of touts itself as this callback to kind of retro RPGs. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And, and it it does kind of feel that way, but it, it it feels like there's so many different influences that it's kind of muddled what the game really is. Because it's it's your well, I don't know. The the combat is a little bit tactical, so there's there's that. And I was kind of hoping for Final Fantasy Tactics style combat, yeah. But it never really got to that level. Um, it's turn based, so you know you you walk around the map and and use your abilities and and stuff like that. Um, but it never really gets to that next level, and, and so much of the game is combat. It's a little bit grindy like that. Okay. Um, so when you're spending that much time doing it, you want to feel like every battle is a little bit different, which is something uh, a lot of tactical RPGs do. I'm getting an echo in my headphone, and it's bothering me. Okay. You, you sound okay over here. It's hard to talk, though, when you can hear yourself half yeah. a second later. Yeah, I know. Okay, I think it stopped. But yeah, it's it's very grindy, and I, I would have a hard time recommending it to anybody. Really, um, I bought. I had heard that it was grindy, and I bought it just because I like having something I can like sink my teeth into and spend a lot of time in. Yeah, and and that's kind of why I like Dark Souls. Like, it's something I felt like I had to just throw myself into and you know go at it with everything I had. Um, and that's kind of the approach I took with Rainbow Moon, but I never felt rewarded for doing that. It was just a lot of the same over and over again. It's very simple storytelling. Uh, very simple game mechanics. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would just I just have a hard time recommending it. I, I'm not saying it's a bad game because it was only $15. And if you're a member of PlayStation Plus, I think it's like 10 okay. Um And I guess there is 40-plus hours of gameplay. Um, but yeah, it's just a muddled retro RPG that's mildly fun at best okay um i don't really have much more to say beyond that all right i'd I'd probably spent like 12 hours playing it though and it's kind of cool because you can upload your stats to the their website and see where you rank and stuff like that Uh so that's kind of cool but beyond that there's there's really not much to recommend about it in my opinion i know a lot of people really like it but i i'm not one of them do you know if there's a demo that people can try to try it out pretty sure there's a demo yeah okay but so, the game starts so slow, the demo is, like, worse than playing the game. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, I think I was about 10 hours in when I finally had everything sort of unlocked for me. Okay. You know, all the, all the different gameplay elements. Yeah. Okay. So, not recommended necessarily. Not really, no. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, oh, I played Mario Kart Drunk Driving. Ooh. My roommates. Nice. Over the weekend. That's fun. That's always fun. That was pretty good. We played a uh, we played a lot of uh, SNES games over the weekend. I set up my TV in the living room and 
you know, played a lot of a lot of crap. Cool. So that's always good to yeah. have those days. Nice. Um, right. I do want to play Dyad. I don't know if any of you guys heard about Dyad. I've heard a little bit about it. It's a, a music. I don't know if you could call it a rhythm game, but it's a small little game that that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Okay. All right. Excellent. Eric. Um, Let's hear about your games. I'll start with um, Tony Hawk HD. Uh-huh. It's obviously it's the Tony Hawk game, the first one that came out. The soundtrack's still awesome. Yeah, the game holds up really well. I, it's hard. It's a lot harder than I remember it being. I suck at it. Oh really? I'll get the the hang of it. It's yeah. just like coming down at the right angle on the jumps and stuff like that. But yeah. I've, I'm finding the challenges to be pretty hard too. Like okay. the stuff you have to do to unlock the levels. Like yeah. Collect all the skate letters and, you know, all the stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I remember doing that now. Yeah. It all comes right back to you. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, it's an awesome game yeah. for 15 bucks. Okay. I was going to ask you how much it is. Is yeah. there a demo on Xbox Live? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I downloaded it around 4.30, so I played it. For a few minutes before you. I played it for probably an hour. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I unlocked a few levels, and um, I don't know if you remember the levels at all. There's the mall level. Oh, vague. Hell, remember. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the schoolyard one's pretty sweet. The, my favorite oh, man, one was awesome. yeah, Venice Beach is my favorite one, which is like the second to last one you unlock. I didn't get that one yet. Mm-hmm. The hangar is pretty cool too, because you like that's the one with the plane in the middle, right? Yeah, there's a plane in the middle, and then there's one room that has a helicopter that if you grind across its its uh, the propeller, it takes off and opens a secret room where you get the secret DVD. Remember, it used to be videotapes you would collect? It's DVDs now. Oh, Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, No, it's definitely worth getting, though. The soundtrack alone is awesome, and it'll it'll bring you back. I played a ton of that game back in the day. Is that the Tony Hawk game that I played, too? I don't know. It's the very first one. Probably. Isn't it it one? Don't they take some stuff from uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 as well? I don't remember. I I don't know. I'd have to play it and compare. I, I don't remember two as compared to one i remember one very well but i don't remember i mean i know i had to yeah so did but I. I don't remember anything about it if um, i had the hard drive space i'd definitely get it yeah it's definitely worth getting um highly recommend it i should get it because the me and the wife used to play tony hawk pro oh, skater all the go. time there you, you go. know obviously way before she was my wife right <clears throat> um back when dan was trying to seduce her he'd boot up mm. tony hawk's pro <laughs> skater and show her his skills yeah. she actually she actually beat me in in one one round that we were doing i don't remember wow. it was i don't remember if it was co-op or or what but she beat me in whatever score attack or something i don't know yeah i uh, well i i just was when i was playing i used i was remembering how good i used to be at like doing the the combos yeah grinding from thing to thing yeah. getting just huge scores because some of the scores like to to beat the challenge is like over a hundred thousand points yeah which is crazy which I was high. Like, man how did i ever do that yeah but just play the shit out of it. I was going to say, sp- spending hundreds of hours yeah. playing that game back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah. But the songs, like, it's crazy how fast the lyrics come back to you. Yeah. That's so cool. I still like, I think that Superman. Su- Superman song is my favorite yeah. one on that yeah. soundtrack. Um, do they have Do they have any of the downhill levels that are just all downhill? The mall one's a downhill level. Oh, it is? And oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. There's another one you, you unlock that's a downhill level. I can't remember what it's called. Something downhill, I think. But, yeah. I don't remember. But um, I played some Halo Reach yesterday. And 
I, I suck so bad at Halo when I first get back into it that it's hard for me to keep playing to start being good at it again. It takes a while. But I have to right now at this point in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I've always said that if I finish in first or second on my team of four, we've probably lost that round. If I finish third or fourth, we've probably won. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I finished first or second usually, and we lost usually. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, I use, what happens is I'll get in a rhythm after a while with the assault rifle where I just fire into him and run up to him and hit him, yeah. punch him. And, and I usually do really well after a while, but man, just getting back into it's rough. Yeah. It's really rough. Well, it's, it's so much different control wise from a lot of the other shooters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Borderlands is probably the other one that I played the most of and it's nothing control wise like Borderlands right. at all, you know? It's still the because you know you're used to the the iron sight being mm-hmm. the left trigger and that's not I, the case. First button I hit when I started up and I threw a grenade and I was like, oh shit, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Betrayed but, three people on your team. <laughs> got booted. No, but I mean Halo's awesome and I love yep. playing it with other people that I know. Yeah, I played it with Billy some. Um, yeah, I had a great time time playing with you guys when we were playing a little bit there. Yeah, that's fun. I'll get back into it too. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to need to also. Yeah. My goal is to become a field marshal before Halo 4. Oh, I just hit some rank before I stopped playing again. I don't remember what it was. I'm very far off from that, ma- though. Ma- major? Cadet. Yeah, you're way ahead of that. Cub. I think I made major. <laughs> <laughs> major is the one with two stars. Two stars, yeah. And a bar underneath, maybe. Oh, my, my like rank that. is so low. I don't even know what it is. Uh, but, um, Tenet Colonel. Boy, Boy Scout. Scout game? Yeah. Boy Scout paintball? I like that. Yeah, I think we I think it could work. Yeah, you work your way up from Weeblow to <laughs> That's the only uh, one I know. Boy Scout Master. Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. Leader of the pack. What's what's it start at? Cub? Scout? <laughs> no idea. Brownie. Tyler, you know, what is it? <laughs> Tyler definitely knows. <laughs> Tyler, you don't know. Corey said you definitely know, Tyler, so spit it out. That's that's something none of us ever got into. That's why he's our intern. He's working on his community badge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any... I don't think any of us ever had the group mentality. We kind of... We shied away from that sort of stuff. His technology badge. Yeah. (laughs) You guys know my Boy Scout story, right? I don't think so. Uh, I had a friend who in... I forget what grade I was in. Probably first or second who was a huge boy scout and he talked me into going to the meetings and i was really excited and my dad took me to my first meeting and uh you know we went and did all the the little boy scout things and uh we came home and i was never brought back and i never really knew why until i was nah i would say an adult uh my dad said he was pretty sure the Boy Scout leader was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> so he never took me back. Is yeah. the leader somebody that we would know off the air? No, no. I, I didn't know him then yeah. or later, so I don't think so. Huh. Now, it was either that or dad just never wanted to go back. So he used too. that as an excuse. No, he's he's dad's good about that stuff. I, I believe him. Well, no, not, I, not that he's not a good judge, but he might have just said that because he didn't want to go back. Too. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm oh. sure, you know, he, as he said on our 4th of July special, uh, exposure, 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I never wanted to go. I never liked... Except when you're being exposed to pedophiles. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's the awful different. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so the the last game that I played, I bought NCA Football 13. Uh-huh. Um, I if it didn't have online dynasty mode, which is basically dynasty mode online with other friends, and you you pick one team and you stick with that. Actually, I don't know if you stick with that one team. You can get fired, I believe. Mm, if you don't as perform. head coach, yeah, you can get fired and go mm-hmm. to other teams. I, I'm pretty sure, um, but you, you it you play through the years with everybody else and you have, you can't advance the week until everybody's played through the games and you mm-hmm. recruit against one another for prospects, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually played, we're in week four. Uh, Jeff is in the league. He's the only person that's been on here that people would know. Uh, but it's Jeff, his brother, another friend and another friend of mine. Um, I picked Michigan, Jeff's Notre Dame, somebody's Penn state, somebody's California and somebody's Florida state. Um, I, I started up, my first game was against, um, number one, Alabama and that game's kind of hard actually, like on the right it, difficulty. It's a lot different than Madden. It, feels it, like. it is, but it, it's a hard game. Uh, I ended up beating Alabama 28, nothing. Oh, nice. So I was pretty happy with that because mm-hmm. Penn state lost its two first games and Jeff lost his third game. The other dude lost his third game, and so myself and Florida State were the only undefeated teams going into week four. Mm-hmm. So Jeff and I played each other in week four, Michigan and Notre Dame. And um, oh, please tell me you won. I had only given up three points in the whole season, mm-hmm. and he beat me. Oh, really? 28-17. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, that Jeff is the bane of your video game existence. <laughs> well, I don't know, because last time we had online Dynasty in, in uh, previous year's game, I ended up, I only played one season with them. I think they had gone through three seasons together, and then they added me in when I bought the game. And I only played one season, and I ended up winning the national championship. And I went undefeated, and I beat Jeff. And my running back won the Heisman. So, I nice. I don't know. a boy. This game is, uh, you throw a ton of interceptions, which is so frustrating. Yeah. And I, a lot of times, they are bad throws by you. But, damn it, they do the- I don't want to throw five interceptions every game yeah do the d-backs seem to intercept more stuff than they should yeah because i feel like a college defensive backs not very good no exactly yeah most college players aren't very good right you know what i mean yeah. i mean i guess they are but in the grand scheme of things they're not yeah well you always said it, the difference between a defensive back and a wide receiver was that they receiver catch. yeah exactly yeah the receivers can catch the ball absolutely so defensive backs especially in college should not no, catch that much absolutely not but if it wasn't for Online Dynasty, which I actually really enjoy, I would be so pissed off that I bought that game. Yeah, really. For sixty bucks, I, it's the same damn thing every year. Like, so well. I mean, if you want to get it, only get it because of the Online Dynasty because you can play with us. But you're spending sixty bucks to do that. Probably pass then. Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend it unless you're a huge college football fan and you've loved the games in the past. But don't expect anything new. Right. I mean, it's the same shit. Yeah. The, except yeah. that's not true. There is one new thing that is kind of cool. It's the Heisman mode, mm-hmm. where you can use past Heisman winners and you can put them on any team in oh. this year's game. Yeah, I heard about that. Which is kind of cool. I put Doug Flutie on uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I'm throwing five picks a game. Oh, geez. really? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's a cool mode. That is cool. But is it worth sixty dollars? No, not to me. Right. Uh, Online Dynasty's fun, but like I said, 
Damn it. <laughs> EA got bucks. you again, man. They get me every fucking year, Corey. And I'll buy Madden. I'll buy it. <laughs> you know? And you'll buy NHL. I'll buy NHL. I'm going to get FIFA because I actually do like that game. Right. Yeah. Uh, I heard, uh, I forget what, what gaming outlet said it, but um, NCAA 13 is the first place you get to see the new Penn State head coach. Is that right? Yeah. Because huh. they don't know who it is for real yet, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do? I think they hired somebody. They had to have because spring practices are probably going on. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, they hired I thought they were no, joking. I no. thought they were joking when they said that. Like, haha, first head coach of. No, they ben absolutely State. did hire somebody. I can't remember who it was, though. I don't know. But what a shit oh, wait. show that is. Wasn't it going to be the New England guy? The quarterback coach for New England? Bill Belichick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him leaving that job. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who I think it, it might have been because I remember. Actually, I don't remember anything. Never mind. But yeah, I don't don't get that game. And like I said, unless you're a huge college football fan and you want the same thing, and, and you are interested that much in the Heisman mode. Mm-hmm. And well, what it, is it that NCAA does so much differently than Madden? I don't know. I'll tell you when I get Madden. <coughs> okay. But <laughs> control-wise, it does. At least the last time I played it, it felt a lot different than Madden because I remember being baffled by the controls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'll have to play Madden and let you know. But I. One thing that pissed me off with the Heisman mode is you start off with, I don't know, six six past Heisman winners, like Barry Sanders is in there and a couple other guys. But, of course, there's a whole plethora of other ones that you can pay to download. Oh, oh lovely. So, Why would you not want to do that, Eric? Absolutely. Games are becoming a place you go. That's so stupid. That's, EA, than... that's EA's whole thing, too. That's why I don't want to buy any more of their games. Damn but... it. If only I had that willpower. Yeah. I mean, I have to get FIFA. That's not even right. An well, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't blame you. That's, I mean, uh, the shining example of sports games. I right. think. So yeah. You know what I planned over the weekend? What's that? Kirby's Dream Course. Was that oh. awesome? And, and you know how many microtransactions that game has? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. And it was friggin' awesome. Wait, yeah. Corey, you didn't you didn't have to pay to to game. download to like unlock all the fun yeah courses. unlock to unlock any courses? <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. No, no, they never asked for my credit card wow. or anything. I figured, I just assumed there'd be thirty more courses you could pay thirty bucks for. Why? Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, I don't get it. What you see is what you get, man. Weird. Hmm. How did how, how, how did we ever survive without, without micro microtransactions and downloadable content? Without new map packs and yep. just, just stupid shit. <sighs> they should spend all the time. They should spend all their time making those games better rather than yeah, making all this extra stuff. I agree. Uh, I mean, I, I started, uh, whatever it's called, Road to Glory, I think, is where you start out with your high school player and go. I made a defensive end, and I got so bored by the <laughs> third game in high school. Like, I mean, I, I, I picked defensive end, so maybe that's my fault. But you should be able to pick what position you want and, and have, have fun, fun with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yep. I'm recording two tackles a game, like rarely getting to the quarterback. Yeah, it's like, 
I know you want it to be you realistic. You get really excited but when you get to the quarterback, yeah, though. Yeah, you do, but damn it, it's not even one time a game sometimes, and you're just like, <laughs> what am I doing here? And you're supposed to be a D1 you're prospect? You're supposed to be like a D1 prospect. <laughs> like, I, do, you ever think, do you think defensive ends ever actually say that to themselves? Like, what, what am, am I, I doing, doing here? here? <laughs> <laughs> like a guy like uh, Dave Tollefson who used to play for the Giants, oh, just a big right. white yeah. doof with tattoos all oh, over him. Yeah. Like, what am I doing here? Why are they paying me this much money? Well, that's just it, to sit on the bench yeah, and, and not have to do anything. Yeah, come in every now and again and like get kind of within a sniff's reach of the quarterback. I mean, Sounds like it. a great job to me. It sounds like an awesome real job. But, man, and I a video don't want to simulate Dave Tollefson <laughs> right. in high school. Right, right, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Fucking game. (laughs) Yeah, don't get that game. Don't get it. Okay. Uh, That's funny, though. Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm, Frankly, I'm I'm pissed off right now. Uh Uh-oh. We we, we ruffled your feathers? I'm pissed off. (laughs) We ruffled your feathers? You didn't. Oh. The game did. Yeah, it did. Okay. Uh, So that's everything for what we played. I think that's it, Dano. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I did want to say also I pre-ordered when I went and bought NCAA, I pre-ordered um, Halo 4 and Call of Duty Black oh. Ops 2. I should go pre-order Halo 4 so I can get a collector's edition. Oh, you're going to get the collector's edition? I think so. Uh, somebody at work got one. Collector's edition. Okay. I think I'm going to yeah, I think I'm gonna do the collector's edition for that. Sweet. Because I, wh- I remember us reading what was going to be in it, and, and it was actually worth it. And we said worth it was worth it. it? Yeah. Did we say that? Yeah. Maybe I'll upgrade to the collector's edition. Yeah. You poindexters. Hey, Corey. Yeah, whatever. Maybe I'll get the console. Oh, God. I'd be so jealous. Yeah. It looks sweet. really awesome. It really does. I literally have one gig left. How big is your hard drive? 60. Uh, yeah. Wow. Is there nothing you can delete? Get now. <laughs> Really? No. Nothing. I, I, I mean, find that hard to believe. I, I play a lot of my arcade games every now and again. So There's no like old save games or anything that you... That gets rid of like one yeah, kilobyte. They're not oh. very much space right. usually. Why don't you just delete games that you never play? I'm not going to delete like any of my Fallout stuff because I do every now and again play Fallout. No, you have downloadable games though. You can delete and just re-download it. Well, I still play... Again. I only have like Castle Crashers really as my only arcade. You have arcade Defenders. Well, I was holding out for Eric and Dan to get that, but they never did. No. Nope. Well, you could delete it in the meantime. Picks. That's true. I don't know. I'll think about it. Well, why more. don't you just get that? All right. All right. I might as well then. How much is it? Four hundred. You know, if you, just, if you just said three hundred, I'd have said maybe I'll get it too. But you said four hundred. Three fifty. If you just said three hundred. It comes with. If you had said like fifteen dollars, <laughs> Corey would have been like, eh. I mean, I've been Maybe. thinking about getting an Xbox, but man, fifteen bucks, I might be able to swing that. Tad out of my range for an Xbox Slim one with two controllers, a mic, and the it just game looks killer. Yeah, it does. Yeah, just the controllers here and there. Skip a meal. Yeah, probably get a fifteen dollars. Skip console. a garbage plate every now and again. <laughs> did you see the, what the controllers look like too? Yeah, they're pretty sure sweet. Did. And you can buy those separate, can't you? Yeah, I'll probably do. I'll, I'll take that route. I just think. Just get a controller. The poor man's Halo Collector's there Edition. <laughs> Two controllers. Oh uh, boy. I hate my life. I love my life. <laughs> 
Okay. I think that's everything we needed to cover, right? I believe so. Oh, on the website, for those of you that maybe just started listening and want to listen to our old episodes, I put it down an uh, episode download link on our website so you can download episode 1 through 10, I think. Ooh, and I'll the wonder keep, years. Yeah. I'll keep adding those as as the you know they get taken off of yeah. iTunes and Zune. I haven't had time to fig- try and figure out if I could get them all to go back on there. Because they're I'm, getting taken off iTunes and Zune? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about this last week. Yeah, no, that sucks. There's a certain I, number. Why? I think we can only have maybe have 50 episodes on. Oh. Yep. And you know we're at 10 because of our you know our holiday episodes and stuff. So. so That's it, stupid. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you can pay more and have them stay on or what, but. I don't well, know. you know what Dan Carlin <laughs> does. What he sells them. Packages them up and sells them. Yeah, I could do that, but would anyone buy? Who the hell's it? gonna <laughs> buy us? You never know, man. I guess yeah, I mean, I could do dollar. that. I never did think that we'd have fans. Yeah, I didn't Well, either. maybe I... We maybe, don't have, maybe, we don't have fans. We have listeners. I don't know. I think we have a couple fans. Yeah. Yeah, let us know no. if you're a fan or just a listener. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Are you, would, would you consider yourself a fan or a listener? Yeah. Or both? Are we like like listening to the radio when you're at work? You're not really paying attention, but you have it on. <laughs> or are you or are you like thoroughly enjoying because you're fans of us? Yes. <laughs> I I don't want to hear the answer. Yeah, I don't either. Question. No, me neither. <laughs> I don't want to know. I think we already know that answer. Yeah. I feel like I'd have to take a bath if somebody wrote in and said they were a fan. <laughs> I feel like I'd like scamming people or something. <laughs> Ripping them off of their time. <laughs> Yes. Now, now. Now, now. We could start yeah, some I kind agree. of live auction house so that they could get rewarded for the time they've put in. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a great idea. Sell we thumbstick athletes on this paraphernalia. Oh, microtransactions. Every segment costs a dollar. <laughs> no, no we, uh, we'll do a live show, and whenever somebody donates a dollar, we all have to take a shot. I like it. That's a good micro. Everybody wins there. Wait, what do yeah. I do then? You take a shot. Of yeah, what? Will has to take off an article of clothing. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to go somewhere that was just completely inappropriate. If we were off the air, I totally would have. Not going to do it. So it's a good thing Corey said that before yeah. you started going? No, it was in response to what Corey said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter, you can look us up on twitter.com slash TSAthletes or at capital T, capital S, Athletes. Um, our voicemail number is 607-527-0547. Our website is thumbstickathletes.com. You can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. Uh, all that stuff is available on our website, thumbstickathletes.com. Also on our website is our Amazon link. So if you want to help out the podcast and you're going to be ordering stuff through Amazon, you can click through our site and place your order. It'll help us a little bit. It doesn't cost you anything extra, um, but, but, but it kicks a little money our way. Uh, and if you know somebody that uh, shops at Amazon, you can tell them to click through our, our site. That would be that'd be wondrous. Mm, God, it would. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shoot. I feel like there's one other thing I want to say. I always mean to write down what I want to say at the end of an episode, and I never remember to do it. Uh, Oh, I'll be posting a Dragon's Dogma review before too long. I finally got around to writing most of it. Um, I got tired and and (laughs) allergy-ridden towards the end of it, and I I couldn't focus, and I just, you know, punched out. 
uh, punch shield time card. Yeah, I mean, I I just kind of skimped on the ending a little bit, yeah. but I'll finish that and get that posted. Um, how many pounds do you think you lost sweating down here tonight? A lot. My shirt's pretty. I mean, my back is just sopping yep. wet. I got just some ass sweat just going. <laughs> yeah, right now. I should probably take a shower, but I'm not gonna climb into bed all sweaty, yeah. sweaty balls. That's what I'm gonna do. You guys want to hear something I just read real quick? Yeah. A Diablo 3 player dies after a 40-hour session. Oh, I heard about that. He's a Korean, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Taiwanese. Taiwan, Taiwanese. Oh. What did he die from? He hadn't eaten food. <laughs> just that? That's it just said enough. 40 hours bastard. straight without any food. 18-year-old Chu Wang booked a private room at the Internet Cafe on Friday, July 13th. <laughs> I booked a private room at the Cyber Cafe? And played Diablo 3 all the way through till Sunday, July 15th, when he was discovered slumped over his desk (laughs) by an internet cafe employee. Oh, my God. They think it was a cardiovascular thing because of how he was sitting. Okay. I was going to say, just from not eating, because I feel like we used to go to Jared's on the weekends and not eat for 48 hours because there's never any food in his house. Well, Dan, funny you say that (laughs) because we were offered half a hamburger a bunch of times. Yeah. And when we had enough money, we we would order ourselves pizza. That's true, but I feel like a lot of times we go there on Friday, stay there till Sunday, Sunday night, night, and not eat anything. You're probably exactly right, unless there was some loose cornbread lying around that yeah. I would almost choke on, and Jared would laugh hysterically. Crumbs, yeah, we got crumbs basically. <laughs> Corey and I almost died that one night hmm. from the cornbread. Yeah. All right, I think that's everything. Anything else anyone wanted to add? Uh, no sir alright hopefully we have our internet issues resolved I gotta get a new router that's just what it boils down to so hopefully let's go new router 150 bucks you get paid handsomely (laughs) here Tyler there's no excuse very handsomely yeah so that'll do it for episode 52 I'm your host Dan I'm Eric Will I'm Corey thanks for listening and get out of my basement one two three four